Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, shut up. Leanne's back from Vietnam, everybody. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. Was it great? It was amazing. Was it? Yes. My tour is on sale right now. It is Wednesday, October 10th. If you're listening to this, my tour is on sale. I have a world tour. Sorry I interrupted you. No, I, yeah, there's no uh, World tour. Body Shots World Tour. Pre-sale is right now. Uh, if you want to go to the pre-sale, go use the code SHOTS. Where are you going, Bert? I'm going fucking everywhere. Portland, Seattle, Calgary, Vancouver, Vegas, Tampa, Orlando, West Atlanta. Palm, Atlanta, Durham, Boston, Connecticut, Milwaukee, Green Bay. Vegas. Uh, Vegas. I think I said Vegas. Oh, well, you said I'm, it's, it's a huge tour. It's the biggest tour I've ever done like this. Dallas. I think Austin? I don't remember. Yeah, it is insane. Stockholm, Oslo, uh, Amsterdam, Antwerp, Manchester. I can almost remember all the cities. Bath, mm-hmm. Bath, mm-hmm. Glasgow. Uh, so use a use the code word body shots. Get tickets right now. That is the no, artist no, no, pre-sale. not body shots. Use a pre use the code shots. shots. That is the artist pre-sale. You can get your tickets now. These will sell out. They are all one night only. And they are, just to put this in perspective, they are all uh, small venues, meaning they're not. It's not uh, like twenty two thousand seats. So they will be gone by Friday when they go on sale to the general public. So if you're listening to this podcast, this is for fans only. Use the code shots. Get your tickets. I will see you on tour. Body shots world tour. Go to my Instagram if you see the video that I shot for myself. But my wife is back from Vietnam. Yes, I am. So how was it? It was awesome. Yeah. It was really fun. I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm podcasting about it with uh, Sandy Jesus, and Jeannie. don't burn the material. Holy fuck. But it was really amazing. It was really fun. Um, yeah, I oh. was almost in China. Like, really? Yeah, Sapa is like the border of China. It was crazy. Um, it was it was a whirlwind. Well, check out Leanne's podcast to listen to all of it. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you for canceling Thanks, your babe. chiropractor appointment. Yeah, and hang out well, with me. I, don't want to I just got back from the cow, the Cowhead Cruise, Mike Calta Cruise in Tampa with Bobby Kelly. That is the podcast you're going to listen to today. It is us on the boat. Uh, right when the boat slows down, the seas were really rough. They were. Yeah, it's day nine of sober October, everybody. Are you boys, sober? I'm sober. Are you I did sure? a whole Yeah, I'm fucking dead certain. Yeah. I'm just asking. Yeah, but you're sitting with me. That makes it sound like I'm lying to everybody. Well, I, hey, I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sober. Not from a lack of people trying to get me drunk. I'm sure not. I mean, There's, I haven't seen you since September. Yeah, it's been 10 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Actually, the cruise was fun, but it, you will talk about that on the podcast. There were people definitely upset that I wasn't drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my non-drinking is a direct reflection on someone's drinking. I think I'm a lot of people's canary in the mind. Yeah. And I think when they see me not drinking, it bothers them. Uh-huh. If they don't have the strength to not drink. Well, I think if it is, you give them permission to go nuts. Yeah. But I thought I'd like to take this month off every year with my friends. We do a physical challenge, which I am in the running for again. I had to work out pretty hard on this cruise ship. But uh, I thought you were last. I am no longer last. I am in second oh. place right now. Are you? Shut up. Yeah, I'm in second place. Who's in I'm, first place? I'm about to take Ari. Ari's in first place? Yeah. He's cheating. No, he's not cheating. Yes, he is. No, the, the points are rewarded based on your heart rate when you work out. He's a cheater. Me and Tom and Joe all regularly work out. So it's hard to get our heart rate to 90%. But Ari just has to get on elliptical and his heart rate skyrockets. Uh-huh. So if Ari gets in better shape, he'll have a harder time towards the end of the contest. Uh-huh. 
and uh but yeah he's fucking killing us right now um yeah so the podcast you're gonna listen to is us on the cruise ship me bobby i'll, I'll do a little intro at the end uh cowhead has been on my show a number of times um he I, his name's mike calta you hear us call him mike he is the deep kind of uh lispy voice dj voice yeah he's got the dj voice because <laughs> he's a dj <laughs> and uh and bobby is the high pitch dad dad and galvin is the more juicy voice you'll hear us i'll do all this you'll hear all this all there on they'll that. figure it out but uh cowhead's been one of my friends for one of my good friends for about 15 16 years and maybe longer oh no definitely longer probably 18 years and um uh, i was there when galvin got his job on the show uh, and Galvin and I have always are agreed that I was part of the reason he got hired because they couldn't tell who was who. So anyone, anyone that got the laugh, they were like, this Galvin guy's good. Oh. And so, and then Bobby, I've known for 20 years, but I've known Bobby is listen, Bobby and I do get into a little bit of an argument on this podcast, but that is just me and Bobby. Okay. We love each other. Don't be a cunt about it. Enjoy it. This two, that's what guys should do is they should butt heads, uh, argue and then make up. You'll see that in a matter of minutes we make up and it, we're just move forward from it. So, um, so just support all those guys. If you're in Tampa, Bobby's at Side Splitters all weekend. Check out his podcast. You know what, dude? This podcast is brought to you by a sleeper sponsor. This is one of my favorite sponsors. They sent us this knife, and we had no idea who sent us the knife. Yeah, I got a, bo- a box that had a chef's knife and a paring knife, and I had no idea who sent it to us because there was no note we didn't know they were sponsoring we had no idea the name of the company is misen mison 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 makes high-end kitchen knives that are comparable to the 150 dollars knives but sells them sells them directly to you for a fraction of the price listen they sent us two knives here's the deal you only really need two knives a straight well really three and they sell the third type you need to yeah and you can't even get it that's how fucking high the, demand the third is. type is a bread knife yeah bread right? knife bread knife you need so a bread you knife you need a chef knife you need a, bread a pairing knife, knife a pairing knife and a bread and knife, a bread knife. Those Dude, are all i ever yeah. use is our chef's knife and how much was i pissing and moaning out i don't like our chef's knife anymore yep, and this one showed I up i swear to god they sent this to us we didn't know this was a sponsor no i thought it was a fan that sent us this knife and i went oh god we have one odd knife now yeah like because we have a whole block box of knife block of knives yeah it is the only knife i've used it's it the is best so ever. fucking sharp <laughs> it is, the best, it is knife. the best goddamn knife and everything about this knife is awesome I, well, well, one thing you don't, you maybe don't know, is that there are several different colors you can you can choose a different color of the handle. Like the handle of our chef's knife is gray, but they have like red and black, and so you can choose your own color of handle. Really? Yeah. We got blue. No, it's gray. the The paring knife is blue. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Blue's my power color. These. This was a Kickstarter project. Did you know that? Yes, I did. They raised one point one million dollars on Kickstarter. Because they can make it much cheaper than the competitors by selling it directly to the consumer. Misan is able to cut out the middleman and that in turn saves you money. It's endorsed by all the experts in the field. The New York Times calls it the holy grail of knives. I'm Look, I am a legit cook in our house. I love cooking. You know for a fact we have sponsors that I say changed our lives. We love cooking. And yeah. what you need if you want to cook is a good knife. 
I swear to you, I stand by this sponsor more, more so th- literally because I, we didn't know it was a sponsor. We had no idea. We just thought, we just thought, you know, a fan a knows fan, that I have a cooking show called yeah, something's yeah, burning yeah, and, and they hit, sent us knives and I was like, oh, this is not making it over to that set. I'll never see it again. This is staying home. Yeah, and right. they're a fucking sponsor. I love this fucking knife. Yeah. I love this it's fucking such a knife. Great knife. And why, by the way, I say I love this fucking knife because I only use one fucking knife. And then if you need the pairing knife, we're going to try to get the bread knife, but they're oversold. Anyway, here's a call to action. I've tried it. I love it. I have no idea how I ever cut without it. I'm not even joking. Dull bullshit knives are how you cut your fingers, by the way. Yeah, I yeah. know. Um, that's not in the copy. Copy. Clearly. Cooking is faster and easier and actually more fun. And now you can join in on the fun in your kitchen. My listeners will receive a free pairing knife when you purchase the chef's knife simply by going to misan.co. Birdcast slash Birdcast. That's M I S E N dot C O backslash Birdcast. B E R T C A S T. That is a $35 value of savings for free. For free, you get a free pairing knife. The pairing knife is awesome. It is awesome. It really is just as good as I the I can't big wait knife. to get the bread knife. I know. That's M I S E N dot co dot C O slash Birdcast and start cooking sharp get that big get that big knife get that pairing knife it's awesome no joke it really is fucking awesome and christmas is coming great gift this podcast is also brought to you by quip we got this toothbrush we did and it disappeared i think isla stole it no yeah this toothbrush is fucking awesome i'll tell you why i love a toothbrush like this it buzzes and beeps and tells you when you're like you're supposed to brush your teeth in quadrants yes for two minutes you're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes you ever wash your hand and sing the happy birthday song yeah that's then, one minute and then, long and then you get done the happy birthday yeah you're supposed to do it for two minutes who the fuck wants to sing happy birthday every morning while you brush your teeth yeah but this does it for you just like washing your hands when you wash your hands for the lauded mount when you brush your teeth for the lauded mount your mouth see it feels so much cleaner yeah it does if right? you do if you brush your teeth for two minutes it is like almost like a wind tunnel <laughs> it's it's so much fucking cleaner and this this toothbrush does it it has a it has a cover it sticks on your mirror yeah it buzzes it holds it, a charge for three months oh, it holds a charge for three months yes one charge will last for three months it's got sensitive sonic vibrations gentle enough for your sensitive gums why people that brush too hard and some electronic or toothbrushes are too abrasive built in two-minute timer, 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, top, top, bottom, bottom. Um, multi-use cover, mounts to your mirror, unmounts, slides over your bristles when you go on the go. That is perfect for me. Isla stole this. I saw this toothbrush. We're getting sponsors now, and I didn't know that they're sponsors. Right. And I was like, hey, I want one of those toothbrushes. And Isla's like, it's mine. And I go, where did you get it? And she goes, mom got it for me. No, I yeah. didn't. It I, no came shit. in the mail. It showed up in the mail, and she just assumed... Oh, I'm the one with teeth problems. It must be for me. It's for braces. Yeah. So it's it's got, it's a fantastic toothbrush. I didn't realize now it's mine. Now we got to, oh, fuck. Uh, now we got to get. Um, you want. I, I want one because I want one to travel with. My problem is I can never keep my toothbrush head clean because I, I put it in my Because you don't put the cover on it. You toothbrush put heads are automatically diver, delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. Why? Wait, they st- you got brand new heads? Yeah. Three out of four of us use bristles that are too old and worn out. Quip is the first electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association that has thousands of verified five-star reviews. 
I can't wait to get this. I'm, I want to. We should get Isla on here and talk about her brushing experience. Right. Um, I'm gonna get myself one. This is how you get yourself one. Uh, Quip starts at just twenty five dollars. If you go to Quip.com, wait, only twenty five dollars? If you yes, that's really cheap for an electric toothbrush. If you go to Quip.com slash Bert right now, you get your first refill pack for free with Quip electric toothbrush. With a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill fat. Will you go and just get me one real quick? Yeah, Quip.com. Go to Quip.com, Q-U-I-P.com slash Bert. And then you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Clip uh, Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill, refill pack for free at Quip.com slash Bert. Quip. Did I say that right? At go to get quip. Okay. G E T Q U I P dot com. Go to G E T Q U I P dot com slash Bert. Go to G E T Q U I P dot com slash Bert to get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush. Leanne's buying me one right now. Yes. Do you have it? I'm trying. What colors do they have? I'm not there yet. This podcast is also brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? Are you looking for a job? Better yet, if you're hiring, this is the job site for you. It sends you, it's not like one of those bullshit ones that sends you tons of the wrong resumes to sort through. That's not smart. It sends you the right candidates for the right job. You know what's not smart? I love this. I've heard so many comics say this, and every time I hear it, I giggle because I go, we said that, and Leanne lost her shit. You know what's not smart, Leanne? What's not smart? Letting your friends pick your karaoke song. Oh. You're not on a microphone, Leanne. No one can hear you. <laughs> oh, not smart, huh? You know what is smart? What? Going to ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast to hire the right person. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of re re resumes, identifies people with the right skills, <coughs> education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. That's why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a thousand reviews. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BurtCast. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So this podcast you're going to listen to today is a fun one. We were on the cruise. I was sober. It is day nine. I am in second place. Um, and, uh, and Sober October is going good. We have Omaha. All those shows are sold out. That is next weekend. Uh, and then... Uh, Arizona for a call and sick to work show. That show is almost sold out. I think there's like 50 tickets left. And just to put that in perspective, that's a 550 seat uh, room. So they may cap it. So if you want to get your tickets for the all things comedy fest, uh, my call and sick to work show, do it now. Um, what else is it going on? Anything else? I don't know. Go to my tour. Go to my tour. Um, oh, we are making Secret Time pajamas. Ooh, Secret Time? They will be available on the website in about two weeks. And we do have the challenge coins. We just don't know how to go about getting them out to you. We'll figure it out soon. We're figuring that out. And yeah, yeah. Before this podcast starts, make sure to follow me 
on Instagram and follow my Body Shots World Tour around the world. Use the promo code SHOTS October 10th, Wednesday, October 10th, to get your pre-sale tickets. General sale goes on October 12th on Friday. You will miss out if you don't get them. Use the promo code SHOTS. Today's podcast, Bobby Kelly, Mike Calta, a.k.a. Cowhead, and Galvin. Ready? Yeah. How do you do? What do you mean, ready? Oh, hasn't even the podcast has already started, Bobby. No, let's go. Let's do the intros real quick. Out of the way. This is part of my podcast. Keep going. He's gonna keep it all in. <laughs> yeah, I like all of this. Okay. Go ahead, Bobby. Do the intro. You do your intro. It started. My no, podcast. Intro? It's already started. But then, uh, then it's already started. Then it's uh, why am I not talking? Knocking on the mic. It's already started for do me. Do your intro. No, you do your intro. Okay. Hey guys, it's you know what, dude. It's Bobby Kelly. Oh, like Sue Costello. <laughs> hey, Dad. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, he's gentlemen's and germs. Oh. Yeah, mine's already started. All right, let's start with the Khabib fight. Well, wait, wait, ours didn't start yet. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're yeah. listening to you listen. Can I do yours? Can I do yours? Yeah, you do okay. mine. You do yours first. What's happening, you guys? You're listening to the number one talk show radio. What's Jesus up, guys? Christ. I'm just giving him editing shit. He's not going to edit it out. Fuck, suck, fuck a dick. Edit that out. That's a lot of beeps, man. What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the number one radio show in Florida. It's the Mike Calter Show with Galvin and Mike. Burt Kreischer, really? Robert Kelly. With Galvin and Mike? It's After he show. bitched about you introducing Burt first at uh, Side Letters. You didn't like it? Why can't I? You, it's the number one rated show, the Mike Calvin Show, with Galvin and Mike. Well, I was introducing this podcast specifically. You're a mess. All right, let me do yours now. H-Y-K-W-D. my wife? You know what, dude? I'm in a room with four guys. As opposed to the 15 that I'm usually here with. And most First, of these guys will be funny. Right. These guys have credits. So, it's so funny. <laughs> these guys will all talk into the microphone properly. First of all, this is so funny that you really know what your friends think about you. <laughs> no, seriously. What you scumbags really think about me. It always slips out. How is it always that? slips I, out. I gotta say hey, that. guys, you know what, what dude? You? It's Bobby. I got the Barker from the Boston Comedy Club. I, I got a guy who's planning on getting a comedy in nine months. So I'm here with me. I'm not friends with Rogan. I don't get fucking A-lists. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, <laughs> even Rogan, though. Today we got a guy who killed coat an elk. Yeah. <laughs> All my coattails are out of the business. <laughs> All my coattails are out of the business. <laughs> we're uh, we're on the Calda Cruz number 12. Yes. For, uh, for our show, and we're fortunate enough to have Bobby and uh, Bert here, and these guys are doing their podcast as well, so we're all doing them together because we're lazy. The voice you heard right there is Cowhead. You call him Mike. Everyone else, you know Bobby, and Galvin is the more nasally, slobbery one. <laughs> we call it Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, Juicy. juicy. Thanks. Juicy is so much sexier than nasally and slobby. Yeah. I'm sober. 
you've been so I'm very proud of you, right? Because part of me was like, man, he's gonna be so boring and annoying and bitchy, and yeah. bitchy, really? yeah. Well, because we know you want to party, yeah, you're yeah. drunk, and you're gonna be like, not boring. I shouldn't have said boring, but bitchy and annoying, yeah. And uh, you haven't been. You've been having a ball. I had a blast. I've I've been. I wouldn't say as much fun. I think I'm probably more fun when I drink. Well, I mean, who's not? Yeah. Okay, but all right, real time. Yeah. W- after this cruise, would you ever do another cruise? Yeah. You would. He's lying. Yeah, not He's yours, lying. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the 311 cruise. Oh, yeah. The practical jokers. No, I would. No, no, no. Is we the were, 311 cruise even appealing to you? No, actually, yeah, because I'm a big 311 fan. Oh. I would love to smoke song, weed and listen two to. Song. What? Name two songs? Beautiful no, they have, I'm saying yeah. they have two songs. Um, down? Yeah, I could listen. I would love to go on 311 cruise but with all the other comics going. But no, what, what would appeal to me is what we talked about is doing my own cruise. I would like to do that. The machine cruise. I would really, because I, I don't mind. I, last night at one point I thought I could probably run for mayor because I don't mind saying hi to people. I don't mind taking pictures. It's a little different uh, sober. Yeah, but that's not just what the mayor does. You can be mayor, but you could you could be somebody that uh, interacts with people. Yeah, you pull that off. If did a boat, people would die. On that boat cruise, if you were drinking, if it wasn't sober, if I went, if I went on a cruise and I was drinking, I would definitely close down the ship every night. Yes, I think it would be next level. I think I would really, I would really enjoy to try that. I don't know if it would be something I would like. The Kid Rock cruise sounds like fun. When we did the Practical Joke. Yes. That sounds like the worst Dude, thing I could Sounds like a lot of cigarettes. It's a lot of fun because we, and Impractical Joker. Impractical good, Joker sounds fun. But no, but you have your own top deck that only you can go to. There's security to get up there. And so there's, it's all private. So like, it's you, Joey Fatone, all the Impractical Jokers, their family. <laughs> you know, but, but just don't, like don't, I dream Don't it. even start. No, I like Joey. Fact, I like Joey. Love Joey Fatone. I'm just saying, I like Joey. He's a fun one. But what I'm saying like is, all the comics. Out of all the people on the ship, you're like, it's you, Joey Fatone. <laughs> yeah. I just was watching Impractical Start out with a headliner. Burr, what do you get? What, with the Silver October thing, what do you get at the end of it? Is there something you get? Uh, like is it a bet? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bet this year is whoever burns the most calorie on the MyZone fitness app gets a championship belt. Rogan's having a legit championship belt made that says Sober October winner. Really? And then, and then, honestly, for me, the uh, it's as we said this last night. It started out of spite when those guys said I couldn't do it. This is the first time I've entered into Sober October being like. Oh fuck! Now I'm just gonna do it, and I have nothing to prove. I'm just gonna do it, and that's been a lot harder yeah. for me. But it, for a lot of it, it's just knowing I'm not an alcoholic, like going but like I can I, definitely quit drinking and hang out with people drinking, but and you, not be a fucking you, lunatic. You do it for one month. Do you think that that's not that doesn't make you makes you not an alcoholic? Yeah, because you could stop <laughs> yeah. temporarily. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's yeah. not an alcoholic. He yeah. likes to party and drink a lot and stuff. He's not an alcoholic. No, he doesn't I, need it to. I think it's. I think he's an alcoholic, but I think it's because. <laughs> I mean, look how different his life is sober, and he's happier drinking. That's what makes him an alcoholic. Wait, what do you mean? My life's so different sober. You you enjoy things more when you're drinking. Uh, I don't know if I enjoy things more. I enjoy this cruise more. Drinking, like you don't enjoy definitely. your family more when right. you're drinking, but you enjoy like you you use it. For I enjoy meet and greets. Bit. I enjoy meet and greets more than when I'm drinking. I enjoy hanging out with family. Right, so more you're using the alcohol to to compensate for the feelings that you're having. Or I can be Segura and not do a meet and greet and not hang out with fans and just not drink. I'm not saying not to do it. I'm not saying not to do it at all. I'm just saying I believe that your depend that dependency on alcohol doesn't always come isn't just because you can't stop doing it. It's because your life is different with it. I think well no I I'll I know what you're saying, but I think I can correct you and I think I've said this a couple times. I have a trigger inside my heart that 
wants to reward me for nothing yeah. for nothing. And I think if that is the base of alcoholism, I got that. But it's the same thing with eating. Like I last night we got done that cigar, Bobby, and I was like, I want an ice cream cone. Like I want a treat. I want to treat myself to something and I haven't earned it. That's right. not, he's not, you're not, I don't know if you're an alcoholic. You can't call, I mean, being an alcoholic myself, Bert is pretty much the same guy drunk as he is sober. You know what I mean? Yes. And he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't get into trouble when he drinks. He doesn't, and he, the main thing is he, he doesn't give a fuck. He likes drinking. So when somebody doesn't like drinking, I try to stop. I can't. Blah blah. I, it's ruining my life. All the underlying causes. That's when somebody has a problem it, drinking. Bert does not have a problem drinking. Right. So that's like one of the big identifiers. Is it causing problems in your life? And it's not. It's actually causing success. Happiness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. happiness. His fan base. Right. Comes out to drink. His the the clubs don't even care if he sells a ticket because he'll he's broken bar tab, not ticket sales. Bar tab fucking uh, uh, records, correct? Yeah, I've, I've probably set the highest bar tabs in every single club. That's when I used to tour with Dane. They hated him with comedy clubs because everybody drank a Coke. Mm. So drinking Cokes. Smoothies when he was there. Well, it was just all kids that like, can have a Diet Coke with their moms. You know, you, yeah. these people are fucking partying. Remember we went to Tampa, we did the Call Sick to Work show, oh, yeah. and we walked in, they're like, we're out of beer. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, yeah. which one? They're like, all, all of them. Of <laughs> and we're like, wait, you're out of all beers? And like, we have no fucking beer. They weren't, weren't even lo- lo- happy about it. Uh, and I'd like to point out that that show was so good, a man died. Yep. Yeah. A guy, a guy face planted, he was sitting on a stool, and he was so drunk, he, fit, he went... Head first, just sitting there, hands like, and boop, face down. No hands, no hands. no hands to try and stop it. Died a week later. Stood up, split. But he died from cancer. He didn't well, die from well, head. Yeah. He died. You don't he know. Stood what, you don't up know and what he goes. Was. One of my he favorite died from lines. Or from head injury. He stood up and he goes uh, in the middle of my show and goes, "I have stage four bone cancer." <laughs> in the middle of the show, that's the kind of fucking show this was, Bobby. And I go, uh, "Let me buy you a drink." And he goes, "Rum and diet coke." I go, "Why are we going diet?" <laughs> the best part about that show was when uh, you took out your phone and called Segura and then after the show I was like you know you gave out Segura's phone number (laughs) Segura doesn't know this Segura doesn't know this he had to change his phone number he doesn't know that I gave out his phone number he he got a new phone the next week he's like dude I started getting all these phone calls you go you not only did you not remember giving out his number you go I called Segura. <laughs> you remember Dude, the scariest part of that whole show is I woke up the next day. I woke up the next day in a house I had never been in in my entire life. I woke up the, that afternoon. That afternoon, uh-huh. it was a morning show. I woke up in the evening in a house I had never been in my entire life. Got up, was walking around like, where the fuck am I? Where's my check? Where's my wallet? Where's my backpack? I don't know where anything is. And then I walk around the house and they have pictures of me. And I'm like, oh my God, who the fuck are they? These are children. My parents have bought a new house and I had never been there. And I went to it. I did remember. I remember seeing it with my dad when I got there and I woke up in it and I was like, I have pictures of my baseball team. <laughs> he's, he's an intense stalker. I have a question for you. Yes, Robert. Do you like drunk Bert or sober Bert better? Uh, I mean, I like them both. I think in, for the cases of this cruise, I would have said drunk Bert, but for me... At all the things we do, these we always say this is the fun times when we all just hang out at breakfast together in the room together. So I don't need drunk bird for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah this I, I kind of like yeah. sober insecure birds even better. <laughs> I, I like sober insecure bird a little better too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A little more real. <laughs> well, just yeah, you're a little uh, a little more real. We had a good time last night, but at night you're just gone. Like you, you're actually here with us at night. If you were drinking, you'd be fucking. They'd just be like someone winning at craps every five minutes. <laughs> 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 I see Bert with no shirt on somewhere. 
Yeah, well, well I, that's the, I haven't changed that part of my personality. No, when I win, I win big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not a that that get naked thing is not a result of alcohol power. No. You don't have no problem doing that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't get that way. I don't get not for the pool or any other way. Really? Oh no, dude, I'm not, I'm not insecure. Do you wear I your feel, shirt when you fuck? Um, it yeah. depends on whom. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, it depends. Sometimes, yes. Are yes. you like one of those chicks that you see in porns where they t- where they take their uh, they take their top down to their waist? Yeah, and you're like, wait. Well, because uh-huh. I get to the bathroom, I don't want them to look at my butt while I'm walking to the bathroom. Yeah, but Bert's fat is like per- Bert is Bert's movie fat. fat. He's TV I'm fat. Movie fat. Right. You know what I mean? He's like Dom oh DeLuise was considered fat, right? But if you look at Dom DeLuise, he's really not that fat. Yeah. Really? Bert, no, no. no. Yeah. I mean, later in we- life he was, but when he was a star. He was just regular TV fat. We always fat. talk about the, the refrigerator. William Perry was... William Perry, when I was growing up in Chicago, he's over 300 pounds. Now, if you don't have a high school team full of linemen that are over 300 pounds, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But remember, that was, and that was in the 80s. Yeah. You know, so that's how crazy it is. As long we as you don't have things hanging over other things. Oh. Like, Birdhead doesn't have any hanging. His stomach kind of just goes out and up. You have the same stomach my great-grandfather had. It, from behind, he looked skinny. And then from the side and the front, he had just a belly. You don't look fat. You just have a belly. And your belly's hard as a rock. Yeah, I think that's the booze. I'm yeah. waiting for it to deflate. But do you think that the booze has some sort of um, formaldehyde effect? It's bloat. Not to bloat. Like, do you think that all oh, the no. alcohol... No, booze, to... alcohol bloats you. Yeah. yeah. It bloats your stomach. It it's makes, basically it's, pickling your organs. Yeah, it's, it, it makes your shit... That's why it's so hard. <laughs> my, gran- my grandfather had one of those little pot bellies. But my grandfather Very, didn't drink. My grandfather drank bourbon and yeah. drank bourbon every day, and, and he would, he had a pot, like a solid rock pot belly. Wasn't fat, shoulders were... Legs were thin, butt was small, just that belly was fucking poppin'. I remember being the skinniest I've ever been and having so much energy and wanting to work out. That's where I'm hoping I get somewhere in this month, is that I start to lose weight and start to feel really good, and then start to work out more and more. And then like it's almost like a snowball effect. By the end of this challenge, I'm like fucking just charging it. just Because, dude, I remember doing burpees at my size right now, and being they were undoable. And then I got down to 222 and did a burpee. I was like, well, these are f- not that bad. See, I approach burpees from age point of view, not a physical standpoint. Because you can see for a fact I'm really flexible. Really? But I don't – anything that makes you want to throw yourself to the ground, I may not get back up from that. The, your flexibility is mind-boggling. Which is odd because I don't do any stretching or anything. But you want to hear something really weird? When I lay down on my back to go to bed, I lay there crisscross applesauce on my feet. Like I, I sleep Indian style. <laughs> Are you serious? Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. My, I just the lay that. In case he has to take an emergency. Uh, it's, uh, yep. Uh, Whoa. I We're tired. It. I blew it. Dude, it's right. Emergency you carpet coffee, right? ride. Oh, man. Damn it. Coffee, Coffee's right? coming, yeah. Coffee's coming. Oh, hey, pass me my, uh, my, my water bottle. Um, uh, I've been drinking tons of fucking water. Great, it was filled with vodka. <laughs> He's been fucking trashed the <laughs> whole time. That's when you know I was an alcoholic. Now, how do you think? Uh, are you are you tracking Rogan and Ari and Tom? Ari's murdering. What is it. Tom doing? Nothing. He's doing he's doing his average everyday workout. Like he, it, which is why you think? Does he run? I, Does he know, just go to the gym for a little while? I think he walks around, hits water fountains. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I look at his workouts and they're they're. I, I'm doing a, almost the same amount, and mine are murderous, but he does a lot of powerlifting. 
He's in but a is, is that counting for what you guys are doing? It is because it gets his heart, heart rate, rate up to 80%, and that's where you make, make all the money in this challenge is if your heart rate's at 80%. Rogan pointed out yesterday that if your heart rate's at 90%, you earn the exact same amount of points as if it's at 80%. So all these workouts Rogan's been doing where he's at 90% and pinning it, it doesn't matter. Ari just gets on a fucking... Ari just gets on a, an elliptical, and he's so out of shape that his heart rate gets to 80% in a matter of minutes, and then it just stays there. Yeah, but Ari lives like a homeless person, too. It's unfair because he walks everywhere. Yeah, but he's really out of shape. Like, he's legit really out of shape. Is he really? But yeah. he's like medicine man out of shape. Like, he's if, if forever in shape. You know what I mean? Like No, he's, he's just skinny. I love that we both tried jokes and they didn't work. I tried homeless man. He tried medicine man. <laughs> no, but I wasn't the same thing. I wasn't making a joke. Medicine <laughs> man's a homeless guy that comes on cowhead show. No, he's Michael, not, he Mike's actually show. has a home, and he. Uh, but he's like a sixty-something-year-old man who's been riding his bike everywhere his whole life. So, as much as a dirty human being that he is, and drinking alcohol, his body is just already conditioned to be skinny. And no, but Ari is not. The thing is, Ari smokes weed all the time. Okay, and cardiovascularly, he's in horrible shape. And so, when he gets on an elliptical. When he starts moving, his heart rate goes to 150 immediately because his heart's like, "What the fuck are we doing?" And so then it's and he doesn't right. have to do anything, and it just stays there. Okay, well then. Whereas I got on the elliptical yesterday and was going as fast as I humanly could, and I could only get my heart rate to 130. Wow. How, totally so how long would it? How long would it take me to get my heart rate up? Oh. Put my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Getting up to Brush the gym. Teeth. Have you? <laughs> you'd be surprised. Uh, have you worked out since you've been here? No, on the ship. <laughs> By the way, I've worked out four times. I've eaten dessert, dessert. I walked up the stairs from the floor. I think it was the eighth. <laughs> I was out. Of, I was got to my door and I, I had to like hold onto the wall. No, I was I, so out of breath. Listen, I, I can do all that stuff. I'm not worried about that. The only thing is, it's the physicality of it. My knees are bad. I'm a 47 year old man. I got bad knees. Stairs are are uh, not my friend. Good. Everybody be quiet now. Oh, please. I mean, can you just get a, a I, listen, shot? What is it? I, mean, I, was, I try to give you good shots. Are you on Facebook Live? So I was doing Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and I said it, and I put the phone down. So for like the first 20 minutes, we were all live, just audio. I'm just looking around, just doing a little thing, saying hi. Yeah, that's... Better? I'm a, yes. Looks fucking a million times better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you'd say, Bert, that you would, you would, uh, would you do this cruise again? And I wouldn't be offended if you said no because you've done it's a so bunch. It's so funny. Last night I actually thought I have turned down cruises for a lot of money, mm-hmm. and I did this one for free. I actually paid to fly here. Yeah, and That's so, I, but I do it. I, I do it because I, I truthfully enjoy just hanging out, dinners, bullshitting. Because what do I always say to you? I always go, Bert, I'm not going to ask you to go on the cruise. If you want to go, just tell me that you want to go. Yeah. And you're like, I'm in 100%. Had I 100%. known it was going to be October, I probably would have done it. But I'd already committed to you, and I was like, well, I was hoping Rogan would forget it was October. And and I was kind of uh, waiting for you to say, hey, I don't know if this is a good idea. And I would have been like, okay, go home. Yeah. I don't, you know, not that I'm happy. But you had to turn that, in the manifest. <laughs> By the way, I there's love a certain, There's a certain way you have to Calvin, do this Put that stuff. down, you're not in the conversation And also every time he turns it to him, he does his sexy eyes yeah. He turns it to you, then he turns it to him and goes like this Then turns it to you there's a, certain, there's a certain way you have to do a cruise though There's certain things you have to Like you have to find where your shit is Like now, I could do two more days Like alright, I'm gonna go here I'm gonna nap here I go here for my cigars When I'm gonna smoke I'll come down here for a little bit 
and then go over there for a little bit. Like I, like I, I, like the first day I was just fucking everywhere. I didn't know where I was going around all the shit, just all night pushing it. You got to kind of pace yourself. And, well, you'd never been on one before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now, now you're into it. That's my point. Is like now, I, now I know how to kind of. There's a way to do this. Oh, when you're you drinking, just go they're full. so easy. Yeah, must you be. just wake up, you go do breakfast, and then you're like, you guys want to have a drink? And you go and you get a, a good afternoon buzz, take a nap, dinner, start drinking again, stay out all night. Dude, drinking on a cruise is so much fun. It's so much fucking good. It makes a cruise. I don't understand why people would do cruises sober. Like, I'm no, not, this cruise, especially this barnacle barge that we're on now, this is just adult spring break. Yeah. I mean, if you're look, if you're coming here to look for exotic foods and beautiful rooms, you're on the wrong ship. But uh, if you come for a weekend of, holy cow, let's party like we used to back in the day, this is what this is for. Adults acting but like But this idiots. ship, this would be like what the love boat was, like how nice that was, right? Or is it nicer than I that? think the love boat was a little nicer. Than this? Yeah. yeah. This is a garbage boat. They make really, <laughs> really nice. They have really nice boats, like legit, really nice boats. Yeah, the I, the Royal Caribbean boat that I've been on, that I went to Europe on, was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. How, how different? What's different? So it had uh, the central part of it where the stairs aren't anything here. They built it to where it's has what they call Central Park, and they put trees and grass in there in it, and restaurants that you could walk through and go eat at the restaurants and sit outside. And because of that, all the inside cabins are balcony cabins because you have a balcony to the inside of the park or a balcony outside. And then they put this aqua theater at the back of the ship so they could do like Cirque Aqua stuff. And the rooms that are on the back of the ship all have wraparound balconies so you could watch all the shows from your room. And most of the suites, like this one is a standard grand suite, had second floors to them. It's, it was amazing. Wow. You never want to come on these ship boats again once you... See, that sounds, like, that sounds like fun. I do that. Oh yeah, they, you'd love that with your family. Like one yeah, of those. Yeah, they're fun as fuck. I did one. I with would my, never bring my family on this. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this boat. The you one, know. the one they had for Impractical Jokers. My room was three rooms, three different rooms, and it was like two ba- a balcony on the at one room, a balcony in another room, and it was all private access. And in the middle was a like what you know the the buffet they have there. Yeah. We had a private buffet made by a chef. So it was like those. If you ever get a chance to do those Rock on the Range or any of those. Six Man? Is it Six Man? Was that the name of the company? Those Six Man cruises are put together fucking tight. Yeah. Those are like, those are top notch. They have a whole production floor where you go in and you just walk in and you're like, hey guys, I need uh, some Tito's sent to my room. They're like, done. Mm. And it's just, and it, you, it, it, though, that cruise was amazing. Um, and, and Jericho is doing his and he's got the whole boat and he's doing, cause he's, Jericho's got the successful rock band Fozzie and he's got the wrestling base. So he's got his, Fan base of wrestlers, his fan base of music guys, and then his comedian friends that are going on, and celebrity friends, random. So he's got the whole the whole boat's his to do whatever he wants, and I think that's part. I think you could do that. We were doing we were doing. Uh, I did when I did Impractical Jokers. I did I think three theater shows. So I did a show in a theater every night, and then they had a they had a stand up show that you could just go jump on. It was like it was a straight stand up cruise. Um, yeah. And then they, the Impractical Jokers, dude, you want to talk about fame? Those guys were getting so whomped. I mean, Sal is not the most, like, he's not a, he's not like a, like, Murr is like, go out to the people, let's sign autographs, let's take pictures, I want to hear your story, come talk to me. I, I can't speak to the other two guys, but Sal is not that. Mm-hmm. He, he literally could not move around that boat without getting fucking attacked. Hey, so Murr's the money one behind that, right? 
I don't know. I think yeah, so the we, executive producer. Yeah, we looked up their. their or they're all executive producers, but I think but he, he was the producer it. going into it. Yeah, yeah, he owns a piece of it or something, and so he gets more than the rest of them. We saw that. For real? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, that's their value. Uh, he was getting more, and he's producing more things, so he's worth more than they are. And then we talked to Q. Mm-hmm. And Q was a fireman, and I said, "Boy, how how great is that? You don't have to run into buildings anymore." And he goes, "No." He goes, "You want to hear something terrible?" I'm retired now because I've got success here. He goes, on, sometimes on the weekends when I'm off, I just go down to the firehouse and fight fires with them just as a volunteer. I was like, why? <laughs> You're rich now. Don't go yeah. near fire. That's insane. I'm sure he's not running in and being dangerous anymore, but yeah. I'm sure that would be... playing with the Dalmatian. What? Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> be going down and fighting a fire would be fun. You don't think fucking fighting a fire... If, if, I, if I was a firefighter, I was like, Mike, come down. We're going to fight this fire. I'll make sure you don't get hurt. We're just going to fight a fire and put a fire... You, you wouldn't do that? Well, yes. The experience of doing it one time. Now with a guy who has experience of being in the fires, you know he's going to want to go in there. They're not going down for the fun of it. He's going down to be in it because he misses being in the blaze. And that's when uh-huh. shit falls I love from these the second the, story. The blaze. <laughs> like you're an insider. So they call fire. it the biz. Dude, he likes being in I the blaze. Backdraft last week. <laughs> <laughs> Backdraft was on. I learned some new terms. <laughs> I just watched Backdraft. I feel like I'm a little bit of a <laughs> The blaze. He likes the blaze. Uh, Do you ever see that the documentary on firefighters from Detroit? Because all those uh, uh, people have, because the great white flight, when all the white people left Detroit, <laughs> all those homes, come in! Oh. Go I let them in they Spanish. Um, they, uh, they make more money off of burning the house and getting the insurance then it's just a shithole so these people just light these homes on fires get the money so they're fighting fires all the time and these firefighters are fucking the baddest motherfuckers in the country as far they they go we most firefighters fight fires from the outside in we fight fires from the inside out they go in the house and fucking Put it out from the inside. Right now, there's mm. a firefighter listening to this going, that's how we do it, too. <laughs> or there's or, no yeah. way they can do it that there's way. There's no way we go in there first. They love the blaze, man. <laughs> they love the blaze. <laughs> they live for the fire. <laughs> they live for the blaze. Yeah. Live for the blaze. <laughs> what do you think you would be doing if you did, if you weren't doing comedy? If I, I'd be a counselor. Really? really? Yeah, I'd be a Because I was a counselor when I, before I did comedy. Why is I, it that people who... who I mean, I can understand the immediate reaction of wanting to help other or people. Or be an art teacher. I was going to be an art teacher, actually. Wait, can I tell you a story? Can you do be, art at all? Well, we I was going to, to school about. for art, for fine art. What can you do? I was painting and drawing and stuff like that. For was, fine art. For fine art. I was going to uh, oil painting, acrylics, Give me a pen and paper. What can you draw right now? Well, I mean, I I, paint, I started watercoloring. I'll send you one of my watercolors. But I, I was going to be I an art teacher. I, was, I wasn't. No, I swear <laughs> to God. Do you have any pictures on your phone? Do you have any pictures of any I do. stuff on your phone? Yeah, I do. Can we see? Yeah, I can show you. What, what, Wouldn't this be amazing if he was like a brilliant artist? No, I'm not. I, I'm not good enough to be an artist. Yeah. I'm good enough to be an art teacher. I was good enough to teach art to kids, but not... Like a coach? So right before Gary Goleman did Last Comic Standing, me, him, and this other guy, Gary would know his name, I think his name was Rick Schwartz, uh, went to Coffee Bean and talk about our careers to try to figure out... This is like a month before Larry, Gary got on Last Comic Standing. Uh-huh. And he came and he sat down and he goes, I think I'm just going to quit. And I was like, what? And he goes, I don't know. I'm just going to quit. I'm going to quit. I don't, I don't think that this is right. And we were all like, Gary. And he goes, I think I'm going to be... 
I think I want to be a high school guidance counselor. <laughs> and we're like, really? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> we go, what's the draw? <laughs> yeah, being yeah. a high school guidance counselor. And Gary goes, so I can sit these kids down and tell them never to be a comedian. His <laughs> 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 only goal was to make sure that he could stop people from being comedians. Not only was he going to stop, he was going to stop he other people. Never, no more comics. And then he got all the last comic standing and his life changed overnight. He was like, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Uh, oh. What would you be doing? I'd be the funniest guy in the office. <laughs> I, what I, office? I, I bet you would be doing sales. You'd have. Oh, to I'd be definitely doing be doing sales. I would have been fucking great at sales. I don't know. What is Bert? Bert's a realtor. Maybe a politician. No, he's a realtor that takes off at two and goes to the uh, club and plays some golf, and have some drinks and stuff. He has other people closing deals. I'll give you. I'll give you twenty percent. If you close it, I think Bert. I think Bert would work in his dad's office. Yeah. What? Right. You'd have to. You'd have to start as doing like uh, like shit work for your dad because he would feel bad for you. I would would have been twenty six. But then you would turn it into something. I might have flipped houses. I might because that was like like you would have gotten into something as a side of that, you know. And I think you would have been successful at that. What if I could have gotten into radio? Yeah, that would have been great too. Right oh, as I was coming out, DJ. Do you call yourself a DJ? Never in my life. <laughs> I've never, I've never introed a song, or I've never played music and never talked up a song. Are you a shock chalk? No, shock. I, I, by the time I got really uh, good in radio, what was left to do that was shocking? Yeah, we've done it. Shut up. That's one of my. That's a, you. It's just a watercolor I did. That's beautiful. Let me see. That's you, and that's so reflective of what you really are. Just a scared boy who doesn't like loud noises. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, that's what I I'm still feel like you're lying to us. I did that. What do you want me to do? Why don't you swear on our friendship? Swear on, I'll swear on our friendship and our son's souls. Don't bring my son into your life. I'll bring him into the burn. Into the blaze. Into the blaze. Did you really do that? Let me yeah. see that again. That's so beautiful. What's the black guy doing in that? He's blowing himself. Going, he's blowing <laughs> he's himself. going down himself, yeah. He's trying, but he doesn't succeed. It's a metaphor for life. Mm. Gonna suck my dick and get that come out and be happy. But oh, of course, Spanish. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did so good. Look, you got to mark it down. Suck my cunt. <laughs> like mark that down. <laughs> <laughs> Who has been the best guest you've had on? Me? Yeah, you um, could do like top three if you had to. Uh, I had. I got to be honest with you, because you do more one on one than Bobby does. Yeah. Um. One of my favorite parts. I mean. I like the interview I did with Delia because everyone sees Delia as like this goofy, funny, silly guy, like almost sarcastic, silly guy. And I'm, re- I was really fascinated. I am really fascinated by his family dynamic because he's got a brother who's a writer, director, good looking, younger brother, and, and his, his parents, right? And they, and they hang, they spend a lot of time with their parents, and they're really close. They're really, really close, and they goof around. So you, you. It, Delia's personality is directly derived from his family. And so I, that interview was really fun. My best interview I've ever done, without a doubt, is Rob Riggle. I interviewed Rob Riggle. Oh. And he did not want to do it. You could totally see it. I mean, I'm, by the way, and I apologize to Rob if he's hearing this and feels differently, but he did not want to do it. He walked in, and they were like, they called, and they're like, he has 45 minutes. And I said, well, just pass on the interview then. And they're like, excuse me? I go, well, I'm not going to do a 45-minute interview because that's my fans will be like, like, did you guys not get along? And then they're going to blame Rob. And then I said, I said, well, I'll do, t- I can only, I have to do an over an hour. And so then they call back and they go, he can do over an hour, but he's got to come earlier. I was like, okay. And he came with his assistant. And 
what what he didn't know is that I was fascinated by Rob Riggle. Like there's a part of Rob Riggle where I feel like I could have been him in a parallel universe. You th- is Rob but, Riggle the one I hate? Yeah, from oh, the, he's on football now. Yeah, yeah. Rob yeah. Riggle. I'm I'm glad that it worked out, Bert. But if you're listening, is I think you're the worst unfunniest human being alive. He ruins football on Sundays. He is the wor- he is a garbage Christ. human being. Is that the one with the girl? Oh, the girl, no. the three guys. No, he's the he's remember a the girl comedian. We had, remember that girl that we did? No, remember, yeah, remember no, no. He's on a, Artie show. He's on a TV show. He is he is a comedian that they force inject into Fox Football on Sundays right. because of what Jimmy Kimmel and Frank Caliendo did, and it is the worst garbage that's ever been on TV. My point is, <laughs> I felt like I felt like I could have been him if I'd gotten into improv and acting instead of comedy. That would have been my path, and I couldn't understand. Where we deferred, where we di- were different as men, but he was also in the Marines, right? And uh, and then and so I, my goal was to find where we veered as men, and it was at nine eleven, and I was like, and it was wait, that did, when he went into the Marines. No, he was in the Marines. He was in reserve. He was in New York. He, he had his had just auditioned for SNL. He was like, he was in uh, the the cool UCB thing, and he was like friends with like. All these really, and he was starting to blow up, really starting to blow up. 9-11 happened and he re-enlisted and went over to Iraq or Afghanistan. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, that's, I'm too selfish. And, and you can see in the interview, if you watch the video, he gets really comfortable in it and he goes from not wanting to be there to being there and enjoying it. And then, and one of my, my, my obsession is to share with people that are not, I, I, well, I apologize if Rob Riggle's listening to this, but like, I don't. he's not, he's not like, he has a podcast, but he's not a podcaster. He doesn't love the art form. Like Bobby is a podcaster. He yeah. is you were he, Bobby's doing podcasts on, on MySpace. He, him and Colin would get on phone calls and they talk and he'd air him. And I thought that's what got me into podcasting. Right. Ricky Gervais is a podcaster. Rogan's a podcaster. The art form of it, of the free conversation and and not and letting your guard down and saying fucked up shit and knowing that your fans trust you and they'll share their opinions with you. All of that. Is why I'm into it, and Rob has a podcast, but for him, I think it's a, a revenue source. Right. And to watch him go from a guy who didn't understand why he was there to like going like, oh, this is fun. This is really fun. Just two guys bullshitting and having a good time. That I really enjoyed that a lot. Like a uh, lot. That's good. That, but then that's because you you work through a process there, and that's pretty good. Can I ask you this on a side thing? Yeah. So. I'm watching Travis Pastrana try to break Evil Knievel's records, and there was no doubt that Travis Pastrana was going to do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like, I'm a big Evil fan, and I, I like Travis. Travis has been in this show a couple of times. So I'm watching this shit on TV, and Matt Iceman is hosting it. Yeah. And he is, I mean, uh, he's tasked with a very hard job. He's having to be live and be excited and fill like, all the time. Fill all the time. And, it, and it's making me hate him to watch it so now I start shitting on him on Twitter um, about how I'm like I, Matt Iceman is making me not want to watch the rest of this because I already know that he's going to be successful yeah. and I'm sitting through it but he's annoying the shit out of me because he's so happy I didn't know Matt Iceman followed me on Twitter and that you were friends with him I'm, really, I'm good friends with him and you guys talked about me so uh-huh. he sent me a direct message and he's like Hey man, sorry if my excitement's a little over the top. I'm really happy to. I was like, I'm sorry. It's yeah. not. It's not. He's the sweetest guy in the Don't world. Don't be nice after I make fun right. of you. And then he. And then the next morning, I said, Listen, if you're up, call the show so I can apologize to you. And he's like, Oh, you don't have to apologize. I'm, but I did. I apologize because it wasn't him. It was the fact that it was so drawn out on TV and all that. There's, and now he's like such a nice guy. There's there's parts of what Rob Riggle's still terrible. There's parts of what I have Matt, no idea who you're talking about. The that last guy and, Matt and, this, American, and this new guy, American Ninja Warrior. Matt Eisman, host. 
Yeah, I know. Matt Eisman's, uh, I know. He, Rob Regal, stepbrothers. Kapow! That guy. Always yelling at the camera. So, hey, Spanish, pull up pictures of these people for uh, Bobby, would you? I think I think so uh, that you, Tony's on it. Tony sent me something. I don't. I don't like Rob Riggle just because of the football stuff. They, they, they. When Jimmy Kimmel did, it, like, if you did that, that would be such a great thing for you. Oh, people would hate me, dude. No. Rob Riggle's perfect. He's he's middle. Oh, of the Rob ro- Riggle. Yeah, I know he's, Rob Riggle. He's <laughs> middle of the road sensibility. He's not going to be too aggressive. I would always be trying to push boundaries so my friends laugh. Rob Riggle's like, yeah. dude, I want my mom to laugh. I, I want you to Bert. laugh. Nobody. I, I want everyone to laugh. Bert, Bert, I'm telling Bert, you, Bert, Bert, I always laughs. think Bert would be great for football, but he would, Bert. Goes over the line. He he's yeah. going. He'll go for funny. Burke goes for funny for him. I want you to learn like, college yeah. football. This if you did college football Saturday on ESPN, yeah. you would be the biggest hero that that sports TV has ever seen. He get fired. And that's just, no, he wouldn't. He, yeah. I'm telling you, when you would be all college football, they would go nuts for you. Okay. Do you think it's hard? Is it difficult for you? And this is the hardest part of being a host. To you could love Rob Riggle. I'm not saying you don't, yeah. but I I don't, and I have no problem about saying it. And I, and this is not shock jock. Sometimes you have to kiss people's ass you don't like, but I think that it's more real when you're dishonest about how you feel, yeah. not worried if I have to see him again next week or anything like that. Do you feel that that's hard for you to do? Like if you do an interview with somebody and you're like that guy was a piece of shit, the next week is it hard for you to go that guy is a real piece of shit? And I didn't realize until after my my podcast. Or no, 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 no. Yeah, that's really hard for me to do. Like, like Marin, I had Marin one- does that really well. Oh, well, he just is honest. He didn't like. Yeah, people. no, he's real. He'll honest. He's honest to your face. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. See, I, I have a. There's a. There's a bunch of. I had a woman on Ashingby who got destroyed on my podcast. The Irish. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Everyone, everyone hated <laughs> who her. Was that? I mean, not one person liked her. Right. Who's that? Ashingby. She comic. Yeah, very pretty, very, very funny, very like. I really enjoyed following her on Instagram. And then it was like I, I randomly followed her. Like someone had a picture of her, and I was like, "Ooh, she's pretty. Who's that?" And I click. She's a comic. I play one of her jokes. I laugh. And I was like, "Oh, she's an actress. Oh, she's a feminist. Oh, cool. You know what? We'll have a cool conversation." And she came in, and I I don't know if she like. I think you know some of these people these days have have agendas, and they come in and they they go, "Oh, I'm going to do Bert's podcast. Time to hammer him." Yeah. And I'm not I'm not uh, confrontational. I don't right. like confrontation. Yeah. And so I didn't necessarily stand up for the store. I didn't stand up for the women that worked at the store. I didn't stand up for the guys that worked at the store. I didn't stand up for anyone. I just listened to her, which I thought was what you're supposed to do in this fucking hashtag era is listen to people. And then I never even said anything negative about her. And people still are like, how dare you not <coughs> defend. Your mind. It's defend. And by the way, I, got, I think very candidly, I think she did not. I think she kind of probably used me to an extent and just like, and was like, I don't give a fuck about Bert. I got an agenda I'm ready to rail, rail through. And I just sat there and kind of took it. I know that that's what my friends said. My friends that, my friends that I have podcasts, they were like, dude, why didn't you even stand up for yourself? And I was like, I don't know. I just sat there. Like, I don't want to kind of like conversation. Part of the thing is you want to hear what they have to say. I do. And let them say and let them hang themselves. But you, do you, were you afraid to say anything to her or did you just? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know the, how many women were working at the store. I don't know. It was all about, um, you, you listened to it, right? Yeah, I just don't think you were prepared for that. I was not prepared for it at all. Yeah. And so it's part of, and I'm being serious, it's part of the reason why you think in the back of the mind you want to be confrontational is because if they get mad and walk out, they have to walk out of your house. No, I mean, I'm serious. If you, like, I could throw somebody out of the studio. Right. They have to walk through your living room. I never thought about <laughs> the cross that. They pool. have to not say goodbye to my children. <laughs> don't let my dog out. Don't let my dog. Oh, come on. I said don't. 
And just hold the screen door open. Take that. I'm cool with being confrontational with like with like a friend. Like Nikki Glazer came on, and and I love Nikki. And I was like, I was like, uh, oh, that's because you're comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not like with someone I don't know. I'm not cool with confrontation. Do you know that that like I when he gets mad at a caller or something, it's my amusement. I sit there and I just let it. I, I laugh at it. But when I have a guest in the studio or somebody that I feel like it's getting conversation, my meter starts to rise. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. Oh, for real? Yeah, and I'm not like, I don't want to fight with everybody. And I would much rather you come in, do a good interview, and be like, that guy was great. Like, Matt Eisman was great. Yep. He could have called the show, and I could have been like, you sucked last night. But the fact that he called in and was so nice and so cool, that makes it, that's much better than just fighting with everybody. Hoping Anthony, I think, used to just fight with people to fight with them. Sometimes it was brilliant, but most times they just became, they were like bullies, you know? Yeah. And which is fine. It worked for them, but I don't feel that way. But if something turns that you know the you know the best part is coming it's funny because he knows whenever I get mad because I go hmm. yeah like once Calvin had that last like it's almost like a death breath he goes huh. <laughs> once he pushes himself away he'll I laugh about it but then when he gets mad with somebody or whatever I just kind of back away and go alright let's see where this goes I don't want to step on anything so I'm just like mm, yeah when I'm happens? when I'm fighting with somebody especially if it's somebody in the studio like when we threw Gallagher out everybody everybody just gets quiet and puts their head down and I'm like alright I got this one. Oh, I was no I was <laughs> no, I know I got back up and you got my back yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was enjoying it. I just didn't want to step on anything, uh, especially like the perfect line. Did you hear what he said to Gallagher? What? He told you. Fucking old coot. <laughs> he was being all miserable and stuff, and he goes, yeah, you tell stories that don't go anywhere. He's asking him questions. It's an interview. Anyways. So. I, I asked him a question. So I never watched Leave it to Beaver because I'm 47 now, but it, that show was black and white. And I knew about it, but when I was a kid, you know how they always said Marilyn Manson was that kid from uh, Wonder Years? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just like one of those rumors. So I said, all my life I thought... That you were uh, Eddie Haskell, that was from Leave It to Beaver, and he and that's what you know. I, up until I was like in high school, I believed that, and then he just goes, "Yeah, well, that's what your problem is. You tell stories that don't go anywhere." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I, I'm like, "I'm asking you. I'm telling you." Yeah. And then he was like, "All right, go ahead, carry on." And I'm like, "No, don't tell me what to do." I, I was like, "Why are you even here? Why do we put Gallagher on this show?" <laughs> right, because they said carry on. Yeah. Is he English? No. No. Who says, who says carry on? Uh, oh. You real dismissive <laughs> cunts. Carry on. So yeah. then he uh, kicks him out. He goes, get out of here. And he said something to whatever. And he goes, yeah, go smash your fruit in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> go smash your fruit in the hall. It was the best line. You could have sat for 300 days with a group of writers and tried to come up with a better line for Gallagher. <laughs> Getting kicked out of a radio station. Go smash your fruit in the hall. It was so good. We haven't kicked anybody else out. <laughs> No, I, no, we're not like fighting with people. I mean, if they're idiots, we'll fight with them. Well, you don't know what you. I, I don't know if you'd ever kick someone out of a podcast. Like in my in mine, you're right. The, this is the worst podcast I've ever had. Is I had a guest on who trashed a, a celebrity really bad. Like trashed a celebrity. She knows who she is. Uh, that's a hint. Okay, trashes celebrity. Trashes his wife. Fucking calls his wife a cunt. Like goes off. Is her middle name Sarah the Q? <laughs> no, no, who's that? No, who's no, that? Quigley. Oh no, 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 no. Goes off, and then in the middle, like for like forty-five minutes, oh. and it's so great. It's so great. I'm like, this. Po- all I'm thinking is, this is gonna be the highest-rated podcast. This is gonna be the highest fucking-rated podcast. And then all of a sudden goes, and then we change subjects, and she goes, I don't. Want to use any of that stuff at the beginning? Oh no! And I went, and but I, but that's part of like I, I, that's part of the contract you'd go into when you're it's a podcast. You're like it's, it hasn't aired, it's not live, and then you're like, you're like okay, and then we kept talking, and then this is how the podcast is like. We're like so, and then 
Are you gonna get me? Mm. Let's just stop doing this. Let's just let's just do this another day. Did you never use it? No, I never used it. Oh. What was it about a football player? No, 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 no. I can't say because. Well, uh, how about if you just give us a celebrity's name? I can't because you definitely know who the person is. That's fine. We don't. I won't say it though. No, 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 no. no. Everyone would. Know don't you know the, that he's not going to give up until you give him something? Don't well, you know, Mike? You me, you me I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off, Mike. Mike Tyson? Oh. Yeah. And so it was like, it was like, it was pretty fucking. So what were you, a therapist then that, that you just. Well, liked? I just, I just did a podcast with someone that, uh, knows that I, I just told Bobby, we just did a, a two hour podcast and, uh, and I had a friend call me and say, hey, please don't air that. Why? Because it would just cause more problems for the person. Sometimes you go on these podcasts. I've done it. They always get they always get fucking aired. But you go on this podcast and you just are honest and you tell your feelings because it feels real. And then but all that's of a sudden, the whole point you the, the the intimacy of the room, the one on one or whatever. Sometimes you do you, it. Sometimes you do. Like I had Mike Mike Lawrence was on my podcast when he wasn't even really. He just moved to New York, and because uh, now you can't right. get him. Well, no, he's he's he's, he's a sought after writer now. He's pretty doing very well. But this is when nobody even fucking knew who he was, and he was on my show because unlike other shows, I, I have the up and coming people, <laughs> and then they do the oh they're famous now. So I, go, I I I've, you know the guys who are coming up, I kind of you know help them out because. I'm a good person, but um, I love the fucking blaze of it all. Um, the no, but he was on the show and he did the Travel Channel, the Toy Guy, right? The, remember the the Toy Hunter, and this no. guy would go and f- I do, find, I know and Jordan, Jordan, I know the guy very well. Find the toys, right? And Mike was on the episode, and I go, dude, that's I mean, that's all fucking produced. There's no way. He's like, oh yeah, it's all produced. I, I didn't even know what the fuck that wasn't even my toy, or some shit like that. <laughs> So comfortable hanging out, not knowing that people from Travel Channel or like fans of mine were fans of Travel Channel, and then went to this guy and was like, "Dude, you fucking show, fucking dude." He went to Travel Channel. His wife got fired. Really? She was a producer on that show. Got him on that show. I had to cut. He was like, "I never cut anything. I've never, I never did. I never edit my shows at all." But that was one of the times where I was like, "Look, I don't want, I don't want anything bad to happen." And it, it happened anyways. But let's see, I, unless it was one of you two guys, or maybe like a handful of other people, that, that's what you hope for. That's that's lightning in a bottle. That when you get something like that happens, it's going to ripple through everything. I You're had like, somebody come on. I had a comic come on and talk about a famous actor uh, that I was working with, and that actor called me. I was like, dude, what the fuck? So then you tell an actor, you can come on Tuesday and answer that. I ha- I, he was like, you got to please. I got this deal with this. And I got he had a lot of corporate stuff. And he was like, dude. And I was like, I got you, man. I don't want to fuck up somebody's yeah, corporate I, life for my stupid podcast. Maybe, maybe that's just selfish of me. But well, dude, it's, it's he's my gonna, career. I'm going to take away a corporate gig that's paying him a lot of money. You didn't. The guy who talked about it did. Yeah, but that's fucked up. Yeah, but yeah, but it falls on your shoulders too. It's on my shoulders. Uh, do you think that, or do you? Th- are you just? And it wasn't of, worth it. If it was worth it, or you're afraid of retaliation. If he, no, if he was exposed, if if there was something that was worth it, like it was okay, like, all right, juicy fuck enough. You, or, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you know what, dude, I'm, so, you know, but it wasn't worth it. It wasn't. It didn't mean anything to anybody, and it wasn't that great a shit. It was just like reminiscing war stories, you know. Uh, I don't know. I fired a guy on the air. 
at <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning and then replayed it at 9 o'clock <laughs> just because I'm like, if you did, if it happened, you might as well get as much mileage well, as yeah, possible. That, that's different. I mean, I've, I've fought with guys on the air. I fucking... I mean, Lewis almost got beat up by a, a, a porn star on the air. Me and Lewis have fought in the air. I fought with one guy in the studio. It was me, Michael Che. I forget the guy's name. And like like you said, some you know, because my podcast is comics. Mm-hmm. And it is a, it is a, it's not just an, I, I don't do interviews that, I don't like that that much. I like when comics just sit down and we just start fucking talking. Like this. Yeah. And someone, sometimes when someone's new on the show, someone will else will give them a pep talk. Like Joe Lissa, dude, you got to do this, make sure, which is the wrong move. Just yeah. come in and be yourself. If you're quiet, you're quiet. Whatever, you know, like Nate Bergazzi would come in and just sit there and then throw out fucking stingers mm-hmm. that would just level the room every once in a while. He was like a sniper. He just was himself. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't get, this guy came in and was like, said some shit and we did the bomb bandana because it bombed. And he took it and threw it at me. He goes, I'm not putting that on my mic. I go, no. I was like, no, dude, it's just a joke because we – he was like, yeah, I'm not putting it on my mic. I something like that. I go, put it on your mic, dude. You got to – you know, because we all kind of do that. He goes, no, Bobby, I'm not going to – what are you going to do? What are you oh. going to do? Mm. I stood – what am I going to – I fucking – you know me. I'm a fucking lunatic. I stood up. I was like, what am I going to get the fuck out of here? You know, you, you know, I told him, beat it. You want to – you want to – and he, and he was like – Bobby, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Bobby, talking to the mic. I'm, was, I'm I, podcast. I'm hosting yeah. this too. I just, I just gave no, him no because I I was screaming. Um, I, I but I think Dante Nero gave him a pep talk. You know, dude, and it was like the wrong move. Then he chilled the fuck fuck out, and he was fine fine for the rest of the show. But people sometimes do tell people to act a certain way, and you flip. But I left that on the air. I'd never take that shit out. Right. You know, I, the time me and Lewis got into a fucking huge fight on the air. We fought a lot. I of saw. Them. I saw that. Yeah, and then he, but it was hilarious because at the end he sat in his chair and the chair gave out and he flipped <laughs> and I literally just picked the camera up. I was like this, and it was the greatest thing ever, you know. But, um, but stuff like that, you gotta, you got you can't. Well, it's, I, you don't want to hang anybody out there to dry mm-hmm. that had nothing that didn't agree. Like if you're a friend of mine. And we're doing a show, and he exposes something about you, and I'm hanging you out to dry. You didn't even agree to it. It's different to your friends. Yeah, you and don't it's do a podcast. Like a radio show, I think is it the, is not even the same ballpark. It's a next le- That's a machine that needs to eat every day. Yeah. It needs to be fed new stuff, and and it has to be really good stuff every mm-hmm. day. Podcasts, and you can do a bunch of shitty ones, and people will still listen because it's interesting. Radio shows are different. You need top-grade material to go through every single day. And to keep and stuff that keeps on living. Yes. That lives on long after it happens. Do you think yes. your radio show would be more successful if the radio dial was in the back of the trunk? <laughs> more time Hard, spent it'd listening. Harder, it'd be harder to change the channel. I got the joke. I knew what you meant when you said that. <laughs> that was like a joke. Did they just put the them further 50s. away from your arm? <laughs> He loves his own joke. Yeah, <laughs> I've been the I've been the punniest, hackiest comic on this. But I was sober. I'm all I'm you, doing is coming up with dad stop, jokes. You could just stop right there. You don't have to say. <laughs> what is going on with your eyelash? Oh, it's fucking aggressive, isn't it? it? No, it's gross. Yeah, no, it's lucky though. It's not. What do you think is lucky about it? I know it's lucky, so I don't know. What An Asian doing. lady once told him that. So yeah. is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Asian culture, you never have a long. If you have a long hair, you never pluck it. You let it grow. It's good luck. What if it let grows me, under your mole? I got this eyelash when Netflix. The day Netflix called to offer me my special, uh, Leanne went, "Oh, honey, you're get." I was on the phone outside the man cave, and she the light was hitting. She goes, "Oh, honey, you're getting a lucky eyelash," and hit it. 
and they said Netflix has just offered you a special and they want to buy your next special too. The my my last one. And I went I was like, Oh shit, I've had this for one full year. It's it's like almost down to your nose. It's in my nose. It it goes I, I have inhaled it. I can inhale it. What if a bird flies down and grabs it and plucks it out? Then, then it's gone. That's fine. Last night, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. If it falls out, it falls you out. You can't pull it though. I can't pull it. What if naturally, it fell out it and all your luck went away. It, well, it, it, no. Once it falls out, it, I go back to regular, uh, <laughs> and it's just regular bird, you know. But it, you just cruise. You cruise that wave. Can't wait. To I, I literally cruise. thought last night it flew out when we were on the on the deck because it was whipping around <laughs> on the deck and it was you so tie windy. yourself to the balcony. So funny. Me, so, me. <laughs> In the mid-2000s, he became one of the high, most successful comedians, and then it all went downhill. What do you attribute that for? Who I realized for a while. <laughs> Mike, you're so good at voices. Oh, yeah. I, just need, I just need it to last That's my That's my pre-sale announcement on Wednesday. Yeah. What's happening on Wednesday? On my Wednesday, my tour, my tour goes on sale. Which one? Uh... I forget the name. Body Shots. Yeah. Body Shots World Tour starts Wednesday. Uh, you right now, if you're listening right now, you have already said this in the thing, but go to use the promo code shot promo code shots and you can get tickets to my tour starting in Portland, ending in Ireland right now. I think it's going to go into Australia, New Zealand, and Russia. Can we all come to the Ireland show? Yeah, wouldn't that be great? I would love that. I'm going to be partying hard as fuck, but I just need the eyelash to last for pre-sales. How much can you drink, Perry? Like, how much do you a lot, drink? A fucking lot. Like, what? what is an average Friday, Saturday night? Friday night for you. An average Friday yeah, night? Yeah, like, fr- on the road, having shows. This well, this gets disputed, because everyone says I'm lying about this, but I, I remember that my memory of my actions is skewed to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> so, like, like I'm never going to tell you the That's way true. you see it. In my dreams, I'm skinny and I don't have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> when I dream at night, I, I remember them and I'm like, oh, never have a beard. I, uh, I, I fly in Thursday. I'll drink on the flight. Uh, I won't drink. I'll land, go take a nap, wake up, do the show, and I'll have... I bring a cocktail on stage with me, but I won't start drinking it until I start telling the machine story. And then I'll have maybe like eight drinks, eight Tito's, eight double, er, four double Tito's and sodas. Then go back to my room with whatever comic I'm with. Maybe have like two beers, sleep, get up, work out, and then probably like eight or ten drinks a it's day. A night. So far into me. Yeah, I'm a guy who does a Budweiser endorsement. I have a, a bar and a wine cellar in my house. And I, I don't think I've had 10 drinks in the last two months. Yeah, I know. I watch you drink and it frustrates me. <laughs> like, cause you, like you had a, you had a beer in your hand. I go, what are you even doing with that? You're not drinking it. I was drinking it. I no, you murder it. Two sips. Two no. sips. Oh. Dude, I, I definitely, like, I remember Tom counted the drinks I had one day. Uh-huh. And it, I think he's lying, but not by much. And it astounded me. Like I just, and I did not, and I was being conservative. You're the Wade Boggs of comedy. Yeah, I'm the Wade Boggs. But my liver's healthy. I'm, 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 I'm just went to the doctor, full checkup. I'm totally fine. I just, uh, I think when I get into those, when the, into those runs, I can just put back beers and it just doesn't. It's got, you, you, it's got to catch. I mean, it's got to catch up with you sometimes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, sometimes it catches up with me right. on Sundays. 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 It, Sundays was my re-entry day. <laughs> And uh, and it's I, I can definitely feel it. Some days. Alcohol astronaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what Leanne calls it, reentry. And she's like, oh, he's reentering. Now, does she drink? No. Does she get frustrated with you drinking all the time? No, not you at don't all. Act, you don't act much different drunk than you do sober. She doesn't mind at all. She all she cares about is my health. She knows that when I don't drink, I get up earlier, I work out, I'm a lot more productive. 
But, I mean, she has, what's she gonna complain about? She's in fucking Vietnam for 10 days, flying first class back and forth. What the fuck, what is she gonna chime in about? I'm fucking healthy. I'm, my, just went to the doctor. Her life's you're, going good. You're what keeps me a little bit balanced. Like, sometimes when I feel like my wife should be kissing my ass more, and I should have less responsibility and do all this stuff, I see all the stuff that you do. Like, I still pick my kids up from school every day, and I throw the garbage and all that stuff. And I'm I like, wake up every morning and walk my kid down to the bus and but that's not a love for your them. kids. I pick that's why I do it. Huh? Well, yeah. I, that's not a love for your kids. Like, I can't yeah. wait for me to see my like kids I, every day. Even if I'm out, even if I flew in it, I'll come home at 4 in the morning, I wake up with my kid, mm-hmm. have breakfast, talk to him, bring him down to the bus. Yeah, I do all that shit, too. But, like, I had to do my own laundry for the screws, and I was very angry at that. Waiting for your kids is the worst thing I've ever. That that prison that they go to is. is I don't even fucking understand it. I go oh, to pick my kid up. You go to pick the kid up, and he you, you you wait by a door, and you go in, you get him, and you go. Yours, there's literally like a gate, like a prison fence that you can't even climb over. A gate, and they wait there to be buzzed out so of the gate. So they don't get hit by cars that are pulling in to get, pick up their kids. You, your kid's not a moron. If he saw a car, he wouldn't cross the street. My oldest kid's not, but my daughter is five, and she's still not learned all the dangers of traffic yet. Florida school systems, is, 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 it's fucking retarded. Well, remember, the gun laws down here are pretty fucking lenient. That's why there's also an armed yeah, sheriff. No, yeah. yeah, but there's no shootings down here. Because oh, yeah, really, Miami, the biggest Miami one, the biggest one, the biggest one in the world. Was Which here. one? The fucking Miami, the Miami the, one, the Pulse nightclub. Yeah, the, no, and the yeah, one. But that, that wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, all of them have been down here, Bobby. All of them have been down here. Connecticut, Vegas, you're baby, right. Baby, 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 Bobby. The biggest fucking school shooting. Call me baby. Bobby, Bobby. I like baby better. The biggest school shooting. The Douglas. What's the fucking Douglas one? Yeah. Yeah, Parkland school shooting. The one that's changed all the fucking laws was here in Florida. Where? Parkland Douglas no, in Parkland, but most, not all of them have been here. One of them has been here. The big no. one. The big school one. shootings. School shootings. Well, how many school shootings have been in the Florida? The most. The one that the one has affect gun laws probably that will affect gun laws the most <laughs> was here. Just call me baby. Baby. <laughs> Florida's not good with guns. Florida's fine with guns. I know, I know. We feel that as Floridians, but yeah. the world looks at Florida so, like Wyatt Earp. <laughs> how many guns do you have now? Three. Oh, I don't have a lot. Yeah, but I saw that one picture with all your knives and stuff. I was like, oh, look at him coming around. Yeah, three guns. I'm up to two safes in a safe room now. And yeah, well, you couldn't get into one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that makes us feel more safe. <laughs> well, I, I had I moved, and somebody locked the safe before we set the code, so it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, but now I have everything's all touchpad. Do you have guns? No. Yes, I yeah. have one. How dare you? I have one that he bought me that <laughs> well, I've never is it, shot. The judge? It's no, it's a it's a Mossberg shotgun with a oh, pistol really? grip. How it's many cool. times have you used it? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Three oh, years. you've never Four shot years. it? No, I don't like it. I gave it to him <laughs> when you last time you were in for the Christmas party. I wish I could. You, Steve, Burn, and Ralphie. I would love to have more guns. I have I have a lot of guns now, but I just like playing with them. I don't like I like hey. I don't even load them. I don't carry mine a lot. Like the you church, you carriers everywhere. You carriers in your gym shorts. We're at a Star- like you're a fucking. You're like you're an NBA prospect. We're at a Starbucks. <laughs> order in Starbucks. He takes a fucking gun out of the middle, pops it, takes the bullets. I'm literally like, I go Michael, and there's a video. You can hear the lady talking to us in the thing, and there's a video camera because the guy. All of a sudden, it just the lady's gone. The guy goes, uh, Sir, can I get you something? He just. She was like, I'm not dealing with this fucking little yeah. dude. I had he's a, holding his gun up and he's... No, I was. I had to take something out of the console and you were like, oh, gun, gun. So I popped the clip so you felt better. 
But I'm not. Who pulls a fucking gun out of the? I had to get something out of the console, and it was on the. T- it's in the console. Dude, we were at band practice, and I don't know whether it was your gun or Josh's gun. Oh, he put his gun in his pussy. Whoever, <laughs> whoever gun it was, they had it like this, and then Josh takes it, and I'm sitting at the drums where you are. And Josh goes like this. And he goes like, oh, he's just at me, and then he's talking and going like this, and I'm like, oh my god! But what, he, what he was doing was clearing the chamber to make sure it had no bullets, and then once yeah, it was but you clear the chamber up or down, but you uh, you don't clear the chamber in somebody's face. Uh, you don't he's, clear it up told, unless you're starting a foot race. <laughs> he told me there's no bullets in We're it, celebrating which is always wedding. famous last words. <laughs> Yeah, guns uh, are guns in Florida. Are it's great. very different. Like I grew up in in Florida around guns, and I remember saying to someone one time, "Have you ever had a gun pulled on you?" Or someone said that, and I went, "Of course, yeah, yeah it's Florida. Florida. Like all the time, I had guns. You pulled had a on gun me. pulled on you? Oh, oh, I've had probably maybe no, no joke, no joke. I probably had ten guns pulled on me. Fuck I had yeah. a gun fired at me when when I was a bouncer in a nightclub in Ebor City. I had to go to I had to go to court. They wanted me to go to victims counseling. That's when I dropped the charges. I didn't want to go to victims Dude, counseling. Florida is so different. I say I say I make a joke that that I that people do not believe that people do not believe. I say I grew up in Florida. I knew two dudes without tongues. Tongueless oh, Brett. Brett. Somebody told me. Somebody called into my show and they they were at that show. Yeah. Somebody the tongueless Brett and then what was the other one? Yeah. Well, why? But like people go, people go, you really? And I I go, that's a real fucking person. Yeah. Look yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 Why did you get guns pulled on you? Just traffic. It was always yeah. traffic. It was Tra- like they just pull them up. They hold cut them someone off. He fucks. Flip him off. Flip him off. Pull up. and He's got a gun. and He's pointing at you. Oh really? Really? You're gonna be a tough. And you're like, yeah. All right. So this that's is, why I don't want a gun. I had a fucking right. Well, okay, but how about this? I was I, I picked my son up from school. He wanted to go to Wendy's. Went to Wendy's. Some lunatic guy cut me off and. Then he pulled him. That, I'm in the drive-thru ordering. I have no idea what's going on. He pulls through and he's screaming at me from the passenger side window. I rolled down the window. He's like, I'll kill you. I was like, I'm not even sure what you're mad at. He's screaming, I'll kill you. Then, he, then I just ignore him. I roll up the window. I start to move forward. And he comes in and T-bones me in the front, gets in front of me, and jumps out of his car. And what do you do then in New York? In New York? In Florida, I just picked the gun up like this slowly. And I didn't even point it at him. I just held it up. And he got back in his car and he took off. That was it. Game Game over. Yeah, I mean it works. I'm not saying it doesn't yeah. work. And, <laughs> Nobody's and, saying it doesn't and work. In Florida, but. that guy comes running at me on the Wendy security camera and starts swinging at my car or opens my door when I have my son in the car and I shoot and kill him. Yeah. Guess who's going home that night for dinner? Me. Yeah. And he's and you know he's uh, not going in home. any he's other dead. state, you're in trouble for defending yourself. I'm gonna buy you a gun. I can't yeah. have a gun. Can't. Why not? I hold that my. I house live here. in New York. You never got a New York. I'd have to. I'd have to get a. It's Shotgun, hard to get a gun. I mean, it's impossible to get one in Manhattan. I mean, po- impossible. It's expensive in Manhattan. What do you mean? Manhattan, you have to hire a lawyer to get you. You have to prove to a court that you, uh, you know, need to have it for protection or for whatever reason, whether you're carrying money or you're a celebrity. And then when you do, you can have as many guns as you want, but you have to differentiate which one you're going to carry. And if they, you say I'm going to carry this 38, and they carry, catch you carrying nine millimeter. You're in direct, and offense. you can't go state to state with a gun either. Right? And some, some it's reciprocal in in most states, but not all of them because the gun laws are different state by state. But if you're traveling from Florida to uh, North Carolina, depending on where you go, you should be safe to, to carry. But you can't bring your gun to New York. I can. Uh, well, I, I can. I can fly with it. Like I don't think I can. My father can because my father has a law enforcement license where he's legal in all fifty states. He can fly on the plane with it. He has to check it. Uh, he he has to have it in a safe box that's locked. He has to check it with them, and then when he gets off, he has to go pick it up, and they give it to him there. All right, okay. And then he's legal to carry it throughout the state. I don't, I can't do that in New York because New York laws are different. But I can do that if I travel to Vegas. 
You can bring your gun. Mm-hmm. Any state that has reciprocal gun laws. Have you ever have you ever shot your gun at anybody or anything? I think. What'd you kill? A hog. You killed a hog. I killed a hog. You don't know that story? No, we were supposed to go hog hunting. I killed a hog from a tree stand. My first shot. It was in the bushes for a half hour making noises like fucking Jurassic Park. I couldn't see it. It was at night. It was raining. I mean, the noises you never heard before. You're really good at Wait, voices. you're in the tree? I'm in the tree stand. <laughs> it was a redwood. <laughs> was, was it the tree from Was it the tree from Avatar? <laughs> the mother tree? <laughs> How'd you get up there? A cherry picker? How <laughs> did you get up there? <laughs> Were there bears looking at you going, how did he get up there? Uh, you know, bears are very agile climbers. Uh, I guess it's crisscross applesauce in a tree. Maybe I should start from the beginning. I took the stairs up to the tree box. Oh. So I shot the thing. One shot, it jumped a and then and then dropped. It yeah. died. And I went down. I was so happy, and I wanted to go over and see it and take pictures with it. And I went down and I started walking and my father was with me. My father goes, Michael. I go, what? And he goes, it's fucking gone. I go, what do you mean? I, I would just watch it drop. <laughs> so I start walking over there. He's, and I, he comes down and he goes, after you, after you got out, it went, it got up and ran. And I went, I watched it die. So I start walking to the spot. All of a sudden it was not dead and it came out of the thing and started charging at me. And because I thought I killed it, I did not come down with my gun. So now I'm walking Jesus. towards it. It's charging at me. So all I have is my nine millimeter. So I pull my nine millimeter out of my holster and I start firing at it as it's running at me, and it's still coming at me. My father, all he has is a tiny three eighty. He starts popping off over my shoulder at it. Both of us trying to slow it down. Meanwhile, Pete is in another tree stand. He comes down and he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" He goes, "I'm hearing four different calibers of gun firing off." Meanwhile, the the guide came over with a twenty two from the, from like the Civil War and just went. Pop right in the back of its head and killed it. But man, that was some scary shit when that thing's coming out. It was yeah. a 350 pound hog. That's fucking bigger than you. Yeah, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go hog hunting. I don't mind killing an animal. I, I have no problem with that. I, but did I, you eat it? Did yeah. You eat, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I and and Pete shot a deer and I ate the deer. But I got to tell you, I I see so many deer in my neighborhood every morning that I think I'd have a hard time shooting a deer just because I, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. But I don't. I, I, they're I, like I, my I neighborhood know. pets. No, I know you do. Yeah. I, I wouldn't shoot a deer unless hogs I are nuisance animals it. in Florida, and you're allowed to kill them, and you're doing more good. Yeah, I would, I would definitely shoot hogs. I, you know what I saw a guy doing that looked awesome, is uh, spearing hogs. But here's the problem with that. So the way they do the spear, have you ever seen this? Mm-mm. So uh, they get the they get the spears and they get above them. But what they do is they get they send the dogs after the hogs. Oh, and the dogs get the hogs. So now you got two pit bulls or whatever they are, growling and barking, attacking the hog. The hog squealing, and then you have to go in there and stab it. I don't no, know. No, that's not, no, 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 no. Or you jump out of the tree and stab it. That's what I'm talking down? about. There's the guy, they put a little feed at the bottom of the tree, and the guy just sits in a tree stand and waits for the hog to come up. And usually it's a pack of them, and he's just up there, literally just holding yeah. a spear. And then at the right time, he just goes like this. Oh, you didn't jump and out. And it just drops. And he's got a fucking GoPro on the end of it. Oh. And you can see it just go funk. And the thing, the, and the, they go nuts. Just wee, wee, wee. And then you see him just hit the dirt and skid. But that's pretty fucking crazy. We hunted hogs. We wanted to hunt hogs in Hawaii with dogs, with those Hawaiian pit bulls. Too loud. Fucking, 
It's really it. It's it's tough. And you feel bad for the animal. You feel animal really bad. Screaming, yeah, and, and they're biting its asshole. Yeah. Like they're biting in it in the asshole, and the balls holding it down. And you see like four animals holding a hog down, and then they're like they give you a knife. They're like stab it in the heart. Yeah. And uh, I gave it to my traveler. I was with her trip flip. I was like, "This is your vacation. I'll stab on the problem. Stab it." But then, and the guy stabbed it. But then they were like, the network didn't like how happy we were about killing it. Uh. Yeah. So they they. I don't know, edited around it and made it solemn. <laughs> Wait, supposed, was, to be, supposed to be like Avatar and... <laughs> yeah. And they put subtitles. You thank, movie, yeah. thank you for the life. Now, he brought it up before. Uh, um, but, uh, but yeah, that... that uh, I don't you, have a problem. Could you, kill a, could you kill somebody? Okay, they're coming after you. You got a gun. Uh-huh. Could you just shoot them dead? Uh-uh. Or would you shoot them to wound them? I'd give, them to my, give the gun to my wife. Let her kill him. I shoot someone to wound him. I, I don't know if I could shoot someone. Like I, I, I play the scenario out in my head. If someone came in, if someone was in my backyard, right? Yeah. So like I know, like clearly they're in one guy. He's in my backyard, and I see him. My heart's racing. I have my gun with me, and I'm standing in my house. I would definitely wait until he got into my house to shoot him. But even then, there's a part of me that goes, he's on drugs. Like I, there was a homeless guy that broke into our front yard when we were doing a, a renovation, and I had a. I had a gun. I had a, a uh, um, taser. No, a gun. That, gun? No, flare gun. <laughs> Ray gun. No, I had a Tommy gun. I had a mace gun. I had a mace gun. Okay. And uh, he broke into my front yard, and he was standing in my front yard yelling at me. I knew he was on drugs. I have Priscilla with me. She's barking, and I have the gun. And my daughters are behind me. And I thought to myself. I know that this is going to end okay. I know that he's just on drugs and he's arguing with me. And so there's part of me that would play it out until the last second. Like, I don't have that, that George Zimmerman. Oh, yeah, but let me tell you. It's, uh, it's not George Zimmerman. Let me tell you the Tom Calter theory. You you let that guy go. He comes back. You take care of that guy. I don't mean kill him. Yeah. But you do something to make sure he never comes back again. You make him, you, even, even on drugs, know not to go fuck with that house. You wake up in the middle of the night. You look and there's a dude standing at the end of your bed. Oh, what do you do? You kill, I him? kill him. I kill him. I kill, kill him. him. There's no, no question about without that. Without a doubt. Without a fucking. But you don't doubt. say. You don't go. What do you? I doing? wake up in the middle of the night you? and there's a guy in my house. I kill him. If I kill I, him. If I wake up in the middle of the night and it's not one of the three faces that should be in my house, they're dead. They're dead. And I've told my father that. I said my father has a key to my house. I said, listen, you know how I am, and if you for some reason have to come here, don't come in until you've woken me up and I've opened the door. Because if I go in and I see someone, I don't immediately recognize you as my wife or two kids. I'm like, what kill about you? you? Will you wake up in the middle of the night and so, uh, just a man's at the end of your bed? Do you kill him? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's just no dead. Person. Is he good looking? He's hot. <laughs> oh, uh, wait, no wait. What about, about you? Him. What about you? If I had, a, I, I don't have guns, but yeah, you got enough bushcraft knife. Oh, uh, if I have knives all over my house, if I would stab him. And I would fucking I would just walk up to him. Wait, I, so has anyone answered this the other way? I don't know. I find out what he's there for. Well, you know? I no, but I think I think you have. To, I mean, if you were like, I mean, do you say what are you doing? And then he I goes, think instinctively you do. You'd be like, what the fuck? You yeah, but I I think instinctively you start talking. I don't even ask any questions. You could think about the logic. There's no reason anybody in your There's house. There's no reason. No, I no, yeah. What if they had a pizza though? <laughs> well, then that turns into what, what that cop that broke into the the that's guy's bullshit. house. Oh that's yeah, that's what was that? What was that? It was a female police officer 
who said that she entered the wrong apartment because they have the uh, the keys that just go in, you know, whatever, the magnetic thing, whatever, and she just pushed the door open. There was somebody in her apartment she saw, and she shot. But it wasn't her apartment. It was her neighbor's apartment wow. that witnesses said she was banging on the door before and stuff. So there was some sort of relationship or something. But I've had, like, look at what Robert Downey Jr. has, when he was doing drugs, oh, I woke up. Him. In somebody I kill else's him. place. I kill him. Kill Iron Man. If he's not wearing if, a suit, let me he's tell you dead. <laughs> if, some, if I walk into... He was if, less than zero at that time. Oh. Charlie Chaplin. Mm. Oh, oh. You're, you're making sober dad Burt jokes. <laughs> um, now, uh, I, I've, I have the... I've, I've thought in the Elizabeth Smart kind of way that someone tries to break into one of my daughter's rooms... Oh, I start shooting oh, so yeah. fucking. But that's quick. that's where it comes from. If I if I you know I live with Pete for six years, if somebody came wandering in our apartment drunk, it would probably be a different outcome. I don't know if I'd necessarily want to shoot and kill that guy. I'd, I'd probably hold him down until the cops came, because I'm not protecting children. Now I got my kids. Now my first thing is to just kill anybody that comes near them. See, the good thing about us is we have Priscilla, and Priscilla is that first line of defense where Priscilla senses it first, knows that something's happening, and she loses her mind. And so you have this weird thing of a dog attacking someone first. Right. So you have like an extra ten seconds to go. Oh, now I'm now I know what's going on. I'm definitely killing. Is there anything worse though than in a movie when you hear the dog barking and it goes to attack the guy and then you just hear. Yeah, and you're like, oh, and you're like, oh wow, did he kick, he kicked Priscilla in his back, in her back leg. Yeah, he's going. Priscilla's back is broken. You're like, fuck, and the guy's still in the house. I have I have fantasies of uh, guys trying to break into my house. I capture them and then I hold them hostage for a month in a box. Whoa, Jesus. hear more about this. Oh, oh, I go, I say stuff like, uh, oh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. If I, I'm gonna tell you right now. If I found out it was somebody that I knew, like say it was a say it was a teacher or a coach coming after one of my kids because they were like molesters or something, I might be more like that scenario. I'm gonna bury you up to your waist in the backyard Ooh. for a couple of days, like motel hell, just bury people up to their heads. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, up to their heads is better than up to their waist. Yeah. Right, be like, well, this was inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. They just, they just push out. I buried push him up to his ankles. <laughs> they just brushed dirt up. Like, like he's standing in the yeah. There's up to the waist. Like, <laughs> are you inconvenient? Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Are you finished? They're like, I can't get to my cell phone. It's in my pocket. Uh-huh. <laughs> he walks away. They're like, he's walking away with the shovel. We're only up to our waist. I'm so helpless here, up to my waist. Goodbye. He gets into traffic. He gets into traffic. Fuck you. I'll bury you up to your Waste, motherfucker. Yeah. What? I have my animal, a 70 pound tortoise to watch him. <laughs> the first line of defense is the slowest moving animal known to man. How come you don't have a dog? Because uh, I'm never home. and it, You're I'm, home more than I am. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm not home, home. And that dog's by himself all day. It's like no good life for the dog, you know? Yeah, but there's people there, your wife's there all day. No, she's not. She's not. My wife's never home. My yeah. wife uh, goes into work two days a week and then she works out and she shops and you know, she's never home. It'd be funny if you could teach that turtle how to be vicious. Yeah. Just for just all you need to be vicious for ten seconds. If I throw romaine lettuce. I'm attack. No, if that. somebody breaks into your house, romaine the romaine powder <laughs> falls on them, and then your turtle turtle goes crazy. To me. What about an alligator? Why don't you get a pet alligator? Oh, no, am I Don Johnson? <laughs> oh, I don't. Uh, no, I'm not going near those things. That I'm telling you right now, you'll read a story in the next couple of months of me. Florida man kills alligator in the backyard. Oh, it's it's a couple <laughs> years before a uh, boy tries to sneak in one of my daughter's windows and I oh, shoot him yeah. in the fucking head. Jesus, don't say that. I started thinking about that. Now, as soon as yeah. you said that, I went, oh, I snuck into girls' rooms in mm-hmm. Florida in the fucking 80s. 
What fucking idiot was I? I've a comedian known to some as the machine. You really snuck in jail in a girl, tonight. You snuck in a girl's rooms? Yeah. Like climbed up a window? No, it's first floor. I lived in Boston. We have three family homes. I'm going to climb in a fucking second you, floor window. Do you ever go to the St. Leo campus? Yeah. So I used to live in St. Ed's Hall, and it was all, when you're a freshman, they, they segregate you. So it was all boys here, and the girls are over here, and you had to walk down a bridge that almost went in the water. And in the middle of the night, when you've only lived here from two weeks from New York, and you have to cross that bridge to get to the other side and you hear alligators just flailing around in the water as you're going over that bridge it shows you how strong it is to get pussy because you will you will walk over a bridge filled with alligators just to try to get to the girls dorm when we were freshmen at Florida State there was this there was this football player named Forrest I want to say Forrest Griffin Link, no Lincoln Forrest maybe was his name I think I, I'm maybe fucking his name up anyway he we would go out. So the first night we get out there, you'd take a girl for a walk. You'd get hammered and walk around campus with her. You'd just go explore the campus and get lost around campus. You'd stay out until like 2 in the morning, come back to the dorms, maybe make out like in Landis Green or whatever it's called. Uh, I think that's it. And then I remember this black guy. He was like 6'7", 280, and we had a black and white uh, class where the black class hung out with the white class right around the Rodney King stuff. Bobby, why can't you be in the conversation? Why do you dip? Why is when the conversation is not with you, you start a brand new conversation over there where I feel like we're not talking anymore? That's happened like three times. Bert, it's not happened three times, fuckface. It's, it's happened all, three times. Where's Tony? All, Tony, how many times has that happened? First of all, first of all, and you, you, you're talking about college. I, I tapped out. I tapped out. Oh, are you in Florida in this alley? I don't fucking know about that shit. You, he's talking to you about Florida college shit. I don't know. You even named a town. Hey, you ever go to FY? I don't fucking know. I asked him a question about time because I got to take a shit. All right? I'm sorry. It's not all about you, Bert. No, no. I know no, you want everything no, about you. No, no, but it's not. Why are both no, of you no, spitting no, no, on no. me? So shut the fuck up and tell your story. It was because it wasn't about you. I'm trying to fucking... He's fake talking to you. You're talking to him. I'm listening. I'm just asking our friend what the time is. I'm sorry you don't have my focus, Bert. It's a bucket. You're very interesting. You're very interesting. I'm with you. I love you. I'm sorry that I wasn't. Bert, I'm, go ahead, Bert. I'm glad. I feel like I'm at SeaWorld. There you with go. Is this what you need? Yes. I apologize. Yes, yes. I want, I mean, I want I you to be in the conversation. I know your self-esteem's fucked up. It's not my self-esteem. It's I'm t- trying to tell a story. Yeah, well, it's he's distracting. Look at other places too. <laughs> no, but we're but we're in the conversation, yeah. and then I watch you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I wasn't fucking fascinated with it. I wasn't involved. <laughs> okay. In it. I okay. apologize. All right. All right. The gun stuff. Change is great. subjects. Let's talk about Khabib. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to? What, what was it? College? Who? Is one of you guys going to call me in an hour going, don't use that. Don't use that stuff on the air. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm using Jesus it. I'm done. Christ, right no, well, I'm, I'm making an observation. Yeah, but you're making it. But you're saying throwing me under the saying... bus on camera. I just went, Psst. how about after the show? Go, hey, dude. Well, you're not, you're not Cause interested. Because I'm not going to do it off camera. I do it on camera. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I yeah. just said that. For, I don't know why. I said, why, why would you do anything off camera? You guys want some iced tea? No, I just had a nice cup. I was well aware of you ordering uh, <laughs> toppers for your iced tea to Spanish while we were telling the story. Spanish, can I get one of those iced teas? What do we got over there? We got sweet and low? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Is that equal? Yeah, yeah, that. I'll take a full yeah. equal. I'm sorry, Bert. I wasn't fascinated with you the whole time. I disengaged for two seconds. 
Because I was thirsty. Yeah. I will fucking fanboy out with you next time. <laughs> I'm not asking you to fanboy out. I'm just hey, asking can you, you to fucking fanboy out on the podcast. Can you give me a coffee? Yeah, I'll take a coffee, too. Can I get a coffee? Oh, we got coffee. I'll take an iced tea, actually. Hey, buddy. My executive producer has been he's been knocked down to a coffee and iced tea server. So it's ridiculous what they've knocked it down to. Cream one equal. Can I get a uh, same thing? Uh, good, good question though. Is time? How long have we been talking? Way too long. Oh, for you, I I got four hours of it. Oh, keep going. Marathon this one out. You guys good? Who me and him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you're not mad at each other. So make sure everything got out. Make sure you both spit on me enough. No, I'm, I fucking love Bert. I just don't pay. He gets mad when I get unfocused. I. Yeah. I. I need I need when I tell a story. Yes, you it's like it's like when you do stand up when you're telling a story and you watch someone telling their friend something. You're like, yeah. why are you listening? It's the same trigger. Right. And yeah, annoy me. I because sometimes I think I like to hear myself talk. Oh, so I don't really care. Dude, listening. I have my my buddy Lorenzo. You'll be telling a story and he'll literally start walking away from you. And I go, where are you going? And he goes, I'm listening. And you're like, yeah, but now I'm standing in a room talking to myself. And he goes, what? Do you need me to sit here? I go, yeah, that's how it, when you talk to him, works. Yeah. Can I ask you about Lorenzo? Yeah. Is he going through a midlife thing? I don't know. He's not speaking to us anymore. Why well, he talks to me? I talk yeah. to him all the time. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't a part of it, but uh, I guess, I don't know. I'm not certain, but I guess him and Leanne got into it, and uh, I don't know. I, I didn't, I was unaware of it. I'm, I'm also kind of a shitty friend in that, like... I'm a little self-centered and a little fo- self-focused. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make you. Sh- <laughs> I just made that point, you cocksucker. <laughs> said the same thing. You went no or not? Now no, I, no, 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 no. Same thing. Don't get the, don't go back on that argument. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why can't I? I can do whatever. No, I no, want. no. I will, but, but Bobby, it's not about me. It's about you. What did I do? You're not the focus of that conversation, so you draw attention away from the conversation was, and start talking to Spanish. That like, is what Lorenzo does, is he's not a focus of the conversation, now I'm in the, and he walks away. Lorenzo that's why, that's now why I'm in the Now I'm Lorenzo? Said, that's why I said to you. Now I'm that's fucking Lorenzo? That's why I said what to you. What the fuck? That's why we're eating tonight, That's why Lorenzo I said to you, about. don't bring it back to that, because I'm cool with it. I know I'm fucked up, but you're as fucked up. That's why you start a conversation with Spanish. I was No, you just... You just the you, first yeah. time. The second time. The second time, I just wanted to know where we're at for the podcast sake. As a comic, you have to understand the feeling of when you're telling a story you, and you watch someone go, listen, hey man, I have a question. Yeah, but you were talking to Mike. Both you were talking to me. It was but the yeah, perfect I time. I was just paying attention. It, it was the perfect... He yeah. asked you a question. He literally asked you a question. You yeah. were answering the question. And that's when I took the moment to just go... And I didn't go, Duh. I was politely just trying to find out where we're at for time-wise. Okay. So when he goes, hey, where are we at? And I go, we're at a while 15. He yeah. knows. That's it. That would have been helpful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's it. That's okay. it. It's me. It's me. It's me. It is you. It is you. It's me. You should it call Lorenzo you. and apologize to him. I, don't, I haven't talked to him. I don't know what we did. I didn't walk out of the room and go, I'm listening. Yeah. Leanne does it too. Leanne will do, turn my, her back to me and start doing dishes. And I'm like, huh? hey, I'm talking to you. She goes, I'm listening. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not looking at yeah, me. Yeah, my wife. I think that's yeah. a wife thing, though. Yeah, but I, I, when I tell... And they don't care about what you're saying. Yeah, but you can I say something, though? What? You're used to people, because you're such a great storyteller, yeah. and you engage people. You're so used to when you talk, people are just like this. Interviews, radio shows, you know, always like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm your friend. Yeah. I know you. I mean, I love you, yeah. and I think you're fucking hilarious, but I, I can go, dude, give me a tea. You know, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm with you. Yeah. It's like your wife, same shit. It's like, I'm listening. I'm just doing the dishes, too. I yeah. love you. 
but you're used to but people. It's, it's different. I, it's different if you're actually doing a medium where the thing is listening and talking to someone yeah. versus my wife's doing dishes. I know, like, but the whole thing is we're doing a podcast where the whole point is for us to listen to each other and right, interact. Right. And when someone goes off and goes, hey man, what time you got? Like that. Yeah, for me, I, I go like if no. But if you were doing, you know what, dude? And Jared all but of a sudden you, was started like talking to Liza and going, hey man, what what time you got? You'd be like, hey, well, I'm talking to you. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm but listening, you were, but, but you were, if you, if I was, I happens all the time on my podcast. I'll be talking yeah. to you. Oh yeah. And he'll lean over to Gabby and say, what, what, do we, and I just I know whatever they're doing. He's doing quietly, and he's not part of whatever I'm doing with you right now. Yeah. Or he's not into it. He'll come back to it. As a professional podcaster, he'll just swing back the fuck into it. Uh, this is Bobby Kelly. That's Bert Kreischer. Right? It's uh, Mike Calde Galvin. There are, there are two camps right now listening to this going, I understand Bert, and there's camps going, I understand Bobby. The people that understand me don't understand Bobby, and the people that understand Bobby don't understand well, me. Well, what are you, fucking the Democrats or the Republicans? I don't think no, that's, that's true. Yeah. I think people listening to going, there's two fucking no, privileged douchebags fighting with each other. It's not privileged. We're fucking it's, assholes it's, on a boat. There are people that are... We're assholes are, on a boat <laughs> that fucking tell dick jokes for a living, and we're on a fucking boat for nothing. Yeah, these pe- most people had to save all year no, to be I'm here. Not, well, I'm not, I've never brought up privilege. <laughs> I have no yeah. fucking... This has nothing to do with you money. This has to do with fucking people talking to their wife and their wife doing dishes when they're telling a story. Basically, you hate your nobody's, wife. You're gonna do, nobody's dividing. Do people going to like me or you? No, no, no. You're, you're, about, about you everybody? are still not listening. How about everybody? It has nothing to do with liking me versus liking you. It is there are people when they tell a story that need the person to look at them and listen to them. And then there are people like you or like Lorenzo or like Leanne who go, I don't need to listen to you. Or like Mike. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you, if you were doing an interview with someone and they just started doing something else on the side. Like we used to do uh, fucking opium, uh, Jim and... Uh, Opie Anthony, Jim. Opie Anthony. Opie Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> I, I, that was fucking disarming. You'd go in and no one was looking at each other you and looking at each other. I, they hated each other. No, but, but it's not just that. When you come in, the, I don't bring anybody in the studio until the mics are on, until yeah. we're live. No, no, no. When you did, when I did the show, they yeah. didn't even look at each other. Uh, they, they all yeah, were in their I, phones. I've been doing the show with him. I do the show with him, and I'll look over at him, and he'll be doing something totally. He'll be doing something, and I'm not going to go, what are you doing, Alvin? Because he's doing something. We don't talk to each other a lot during the commercial breaks because yeah. we save it for the air. No, he's talking, talking about, about commercial on air. I'm talking about on air. On air. Oh, on air. I've, you've leaned over to somebody and go, hey, can I blah, blah, blah. If you yeah, hold, hold on. Stop. Hold on. All right, but hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the thing. Is if I do that, he absolutely knows that that's the only way that's getting done, or that's the only way that that's gonna happen. I'm not interrupting his flow, and we're good enough to acknowledge and yeah, know. Yeah, but here's the difference. I didn't go. You feeling okay? You good? Stop bringing it. Right. No, 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 I wasn't saying that you were. I'm saying. No, no, I was literally case. doing it for this. My question was for this. Right. Was it? It wasn't for anything else. I wasn't going to. Those are nice shorts. What'd you get? Well, you I get I'd watch you order a coffee before. So. <laughs> it wasn't a coffee. It was. A, I just said, "Give me a nice tea" because I was I was yeah. dying. Listen, I'm not feeling. You actually well. went at the time. No. How Listen. long we had been doing it? Well, yeah, we've been doing an hour that and fifteen. Was, no, no, no. Right, no yeah. That was My the point. Is Listen to what I'm saying right now. When I did Opie and Anthony, I'm very they were all right now. they were all no, but you're I'm bringing this to a different right point every time. They were all on their phones, and no one was making eye contact with each other when we were on air. And so I would talk, and no one would look at each other, and they'd all look down. Yeah, and the, and it was not enjoyable. I, and I've told I, all of them that. I did that with Opie. He was he's on his phone the whole time. Yeah, and and, and 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 when I tell a story yeah. to anyone, yeah. I want them to talk to me and and interact. And that is my problem. When I say two camps, I'm not talking about privilege or being on a boat or anything. No, I'm I, just, about, I made that. I'm, I'm talking about funny. when there are people that like me yeah. who, when you are hanging out and talking, they want you to be engaged. 
And then there are people like Leanne and Lorenzo and yourself who don't – and Opie and Anthony I and Jim being, who don't need I'm to be. I'm just going to say something. You're being yeah. ridiculous. Everybody, yeah. when they tell a story, likes people to be engaged. Sure. But everybody, when they tell a story, realizes that everybody's not going to be engaged, that other things happen, and you have to accept that, that when you're talking yeah. to him, the other two people that are listening might go ha- – oh, boom, boom, and do something else really quick because you're, lo- you're not looking at him. You're not. You're talking to him. He asked you a question. You were answering it. That's yeah. what you're doing. If you were like, guys, I got this great story. We'd all be like, what? But you. Were, it was a conversation between you two that we were involved in. You weren't having a. If you literally were talking to me directly, you think I would just go hang on? Hey, can I get? No, I wouldn't do but that. That's my point. Is that if that's it's not about thing. you, you deflect off and do your own thing. It's that not was true. my point. It's that was my true. exact point. I, I've been listening for an hour and fifteen minutes, and it's not been about me. No. I, it's, it's been. You, it's been a lot about you've been. Talking Talking about a lot of stuff, and I was listening to no, it. I, I just wanted a drink, and I wanted to find out the time. That's all. Okay. But you get fucking that. There's some respect okay. thing with it's it. It's not respect. It it's, is. It's a respect no, it's thing. A, it's not, it has nothing to do with respect. It does. It's a respect thing. You're like, what the fuck, Bobby? Why do you have to fucking do that? Who gives a fuck? I asked the time and for a drink. Okay. okay. I, I mean, what do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a, it's a thing with you. I don't know what you've said. You've mentioned it a lot. Well, it's like I, I like I don't respect you in some way. No, and I do. I <laughs> now you're this well, is because going... you brought it up a lot. You brought it up yeah. a lot it's on the ship. You're like, dude, you're you always gonna bring the attention towards you. And I'm like, what? I'm not getting into this. This is fucking stupid. Am I right? N- no, you're not. And you I, didn't say that. No, but, you know, you're not right. I'm you didn't not say that. In. I'm not getting into this. This right. is horrible. Right. This is horrible for both of us. Okay. The, don't get upset. Buddy, I'm not upset at all. I'm just taking a sip of my fucking coffee. <laughs> what the fuck am I upset about? I love you, Bert. I you're going to ask Buddy, me I love you. I'm, I, I'm, I love you, too. I'm having this conversation. Cause I, dude, if I, didn't, if I didn't like you, you think I'd even fucking be here? No. I, 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 I wasn't... Yeah. Um, it's a, I just... I, I don't disrespect you. I'm not disrespecting you. It has nothing to do with respect. What I'm trying to say I don't feel you. like you've disrespected me once. Well, but, uh, my point <laughs> is very simple. That I wasn't listening. Well, yeah, like when you're telling a story of people. That's people, disrespectful. No, no, no. My whole point is that, and I go back to this, I am one of those types of people, and I say there are two types of people. There are people who, when they tell a story, they want people to listen, and when people go off and start another conversation, in that conversation, they go, hey, wait, what about, I, thought, I want you to listen to me. That's me. And then there are people that go, I can do two things at once. That's it. That's all. What I think I'm, I'm, I'm just putting that into what my wife. What is the second scenario? I don't understand the second scenario. You. What's the second one? What is that? Just, I'm telling a story, and then you just ask for a coffee or ask what time it is while I'm telling a story. That's it's nothing. It's no. nothing. I, I'm just, and I'm correlating this to my wife. I'm not correlating it to you or respect. I don't think my wife disrespects me. I don't right. think you disrespect me. I don't think Lorenzo disrespects me. Right. It's types. That's why I said there's two types of people. Right. There are people who hear me and go, "No, I know exactly what you're saying." My wife does that to me. Right. And then you do that to me too. But I don't think it's disrespect. I think that is the type of person you are. I can do two things at once. I can ask them what time it is. I don't need to be here. And when I brought it to Opie and Anthony, I was saying they did that as well. That was I didn't think it was out of disrespect. It was that they would just not make eye contact when you talked. Yeah, but I, I do make eye contact with you. The majority of the time, I'm listening no, to I what agree, you're saying. No, I agree. I agree. I wish I had brought this up. You're comparing me to fucking Opie and Anthony that don't even look at you. That's disrespectful to me. If I, if well, they, I sat they, on they my did phone, that because they hated each other at the time. Yeah, but if I was on my phone the whole time not listening to you. Yeah. That, That's I, what, I did it to Cal. Ridiculous. When Cal had his fucking phone and he was FaceTiming mm-hmm. with everyone, I said, get off your fucking phone. You're not listening. Right. That, I, I, by the way, I'll do it to everyone. It has nothing to do with respect. I know, but you, were, you weren't talking to me right then. That's why I did it. If you were talking to me, 
I wasn't talking to Cal. I just watched him on his phone and I was asked, like, get off your fucking no, phone. No, he asked you a, the, when I did it. Both times, he he asked you a question. You were answering the question. That's why I did it. That's why I took a second to, oh, I can do this now. Spanish. Can you, more you understand? <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. I'm not trying to, piss, you know, freak you out, dude. You're not freaking me out. All right. All right. <laughs> can I have a little more time? All right. This might be an appropriate time to take a break. <laughs> uh, this is not one of those cool, uncomfortable times for me. Right. What? Like, it's, like not, a, it's not that uncomfortable. No, no, it's, it's not. not it's not uncomfortable. Who gives a fuck? That's what I feel like. Well, tell me. Tell us. Tell us what you're thinking. Uh, I. I. Do I have to? Yeah. Who, <laughs> yeah. What, no, no, no. Hey, you you side, like the uncomfortable. What side no, are you? What it's side not, are you it's on? It's not a side thing. <laughs> no, there's I know two sides. You, I know what you're Which saying. One? I know what you're saying. If you're if you're engaged, if you're doing this, be engaged in the conversation and all that. But I don't. I think that all he was doing was using an opportunity where the conversation was not focused yeah. on him right. to get a drink and to see how much time we had left in the podcast. Right. Also, the you're pod- saying there's two types of people. There's only one type of person. Everybody wants people to be That's engaged it. whenever they're telling a story. You're person. telling people telling a story, and then the other side, you're the people That's that right. are listening to the yeah. story. So you, those there's aren't, only those, one person. There's right. There's want, all, you want to be heard. Everybody, everybody, wants, to be everybody heard. wants to, yeah. I, I, okay, then, then, then I say, I'm not someone who... I'm not someone who... You, you want attention, and I do too. No, no, no. We, but, when yeah. you're telling something... Everyone wants first, attention to tell a story. Everybody wants attention when you yeah. tell a story. I get it. I do yeah. too. When I'm telling a story... I Do you know how many stories I've told where I'm sitting there, and I'm in the middle of a story, and I've had everybody disengaged. Like, even the person I was talking to just was like, yeah. And I was like, wow, you guys... And they're like, yeah, you... Lack charisma right now. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, there's nobody better than telling a story than Burt Kreischer. I mean, literally. There's no guy. I'm not, I'm no, not, no, I'm not I'm saying this. To, I know, but I'm, I'm not. But I'm not saying this to blow you, dude. You, you could come into a fucking room anywhere and just start talking, and it, people who don't even know you will be like, "What the fuck?" An elevator, shit like that. I have the same ability. I can talk to anybody too. But it's it. There's there's everybody wants that, but. You know, and I understand where you're coming from, but I wasn't doing that. I wasn't disengaging from you at all. I was in the story, but I was, I, it wasn't about me for a second. So I was like, okay, okay. let me just do this. I'm, and I'm you fine, were I'm like, fine, I'm fine. Yeah, but you were like, you, you're I'm like, fine. dude, you're always going to fucking do that. And it's like, I, I feel like I hurt your feelings and I don't want to do no, that. You're not hurting my feelings. I bumped you out. No, in a podcast, I, I'm, I wish I had never said a thing. Me too. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? You, it affected you, and I don't want to affect you like that. It didn't. It it did affect me. I'm sorry. I I'm apologize. I didn't mean to. Do you understand? Like I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I really do understand. Um, but I'm not. I don't want to get into this because I don't really give a fuck. I'm. I'm my my point was, I, the, the, what. What are you pointing to me? He write, he's writing. See, see, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm he's writing down the curses, and you said fuck, and he didn't write it down, oh, yeah. so I wanted to make sure he got yeah. it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's me. It's me. I just, I don't, I like people listening. That's all. I'm gonna tell a story. <laughs> he just yeah. did the same thing, and it was. Funny. Yeah, and I called him on it. Yeah, I know. I called him on it. I, I'm not, I'm not doing it to you. It has nothing to do with disrespect. When, when I see shit going on, and we're talking, yeah. it is fucking distracting. Yeah. I don't give a shit enough to argue it. Yeah, me neither. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like this has been really bad. It's not bad. What? No, what the bad. fuck's bad about it? There's a lot of yelling. It's like mom and dad are fighting. He's like he's down to one shoe. Sh- <laughs> 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 uh, so you guys having a good time? Yeah. yeah right. Oh man. So <laughs> next year we're gonna go on a 
destination trip to Hawaii. No more cruises. Is this it? No, I don't know. Why won't you do another cruise? Because if I call Bert and go, you want to go on the cruise? He goes, I don't know. Is fucking Bobby going? I think you're making more of this than it is. I think you're oh, making a little bit. I'm trying. But he's great at that. <laughs> don't. You understand how, listen, do you know how happy he is right now? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. This is yeah. not one of those things. No, no, I'm not. This right, is not this is more things. just an argument. Right. It's not. I don't think like, either one of you. It's not even a good argument. It wasn't right. even an argument. Right, because you well, guys we are friends. Argue. And, no, no, no. One guy said argue. something. The other guy said, I didn't do that. And then that guy said, well, that's it. I go, well, and then Can I, said, I don't want to fucking, I don't want you to be bummed out. And then I was like, I'm not. A bad example. It was a bad example of something that Bert thinks about other times. And he, you know what I mean? Like, I think maybe other times he thinks you're not engaged in the conversation. And this was one of the times where he pointed out, and this might have been a bad example of it, but that's what he was trying to say. So it was like, you don't, you, when I fight with my wife, I don't fight with her about the dumb shit we're fighting about. I fight about all the dumb shit she's done that week. Of a built up of right. resentment. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't want to take resentment. Or a built up of. I'm not saying, what? I'm not saying he resents it, but something maybe he wanted to point out. That that you don't it's that that uh, you're not always engaged in the conversation and this was just a, a wrong opportunity to bring that up awesome. because in this case you were well, just trying to do something. Oh yeah, I, I I yeah I just let's just take our shirts off and wrestle. All right. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. You first, big boy. Oh man, I don't think we're gonna recover from this one. Why? It's very very very. What, Bert? Quiet now. What, what, Bert, what the fuck? I'm he, not doing anything. He's fine. I'm, fi- I'm, I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. We're he's both fine. Chug that bottle of vodka. We're both fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> this is like when my parents used to fight, and my father would punch holes in the wall, and then I'd go, oh, what are you doing? they go, oh, that's cool. Mommy and daddy are just talking. Am I the father or the mother? <laughs> it's like I have two mothers. Two mothers. <laughs> <laughs> You can't no. say that anymore. <laughs> no, now you can say it. No, you can't well, say it. Two hashtag two mothers. Mother power. So what do you think about the Khabib fight? This was better. <laughs> From the this wasn't what even I saw fight. on Twitter. By the way, you have, no, you have no idea what the I fights like Bobby the and I have gotten Why I feel like at the end of this, both of you are just going to be mad at me? Because you keep fucking with us. That's why. Because this is your talent. This is yeah, what this you is do. What you I'm do. not. <laughs> I'm not. That is. I'm not. You, you think we now. don't know you, Mike. I'm not. You think we don't know you. I'm not doing anything. You're key. Listen. This is one thing that I'm not trying to perpetuate. <laughs> I'm not. I was trying to just lay it out there and say that. Let me tell you about a funny, funny Burton Bobby fight, okay? Which one is that? This, I'm gonna, which one is that? This is a funny Burton Bobby fight. I'm going to only tell a portion of it. So we, it? No, 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 no. It's not the one you're thinking of. Okay. It's a different one. So there's a lot of them? Yeah, we, we've had a few. couple. Yeah. A couple, okay. Uh, we, when we went, when we did that tour through the Southwest we in the Winnebago, we yes, met yes, Vincent yes, and Frosty. Yes, yes. Yeah. One day we're in Lake Powell, and, yeah. uh, and I rent a boat. And I go, guys, we're going to get a boat for the day, yeah. and I'm going to get a tube, and I'll get some inter- some skis while I go skiing. And we're like, okay. Now, Bobby didn't grow up on lakes the way we did in Florida. So he goes, I want to ride the tube first. We're like, all right, hop in, I'll drive. <laughs> so he gets on the tube, and I crank the boat, and I start fucking taking off and spinning him. And he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? I can barely. And he fucking wrecks, right? He wrecks, and he pops up in the water. He's got his life vest, <laughs> his like, hockey jersey in him. And he goes, let me in that boat. I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm circling the boat. I go, I'm not letting you in the boat. I'm not letting you in the boat, because I'm not going to let you beat me up. I go, Bobby. And I get, he goes, pull the boat over. Get me in that boat so I can kick your ass. I go, I'm not letting you in the boat, Bobby. I'm not letting you in the boat. Frosty and Vincent are laughing, and Bobby's steaming. And he goes, you tried to make me wreck. 
back. And I went, yeah, that's how you do it, too. But he goes, no, it's not. I just want to ride. I go, all right, Bobby, get on the back, and I'll just ride you. I swear to God. He goes, you better not pull any funny shit. I go, I won't. And he goes... I go, all right, I swear to God, I, I'm telling you, Bobby, the way you run the tube is you're supposed to make the person wreck. He goes, no, I just want to fucking ride. So he gets on the tube, and I go straight. And he's on the back, and he's like, like almost like a kid. Like he's like, And then after a while, he's like, fucking spin me. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the back for like five minutes going, this is boring as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right, spin me. <laughs> is this why you're mad at him today? Cause of the, no, I love You it. harbor those No, I, was, I, I, uh, I remember that fight. I remember that one. And then, and then, yeah. there's and then nothing worse than being angry, uh, floating in water. Because <laughs> you can't. There's oh, no, I got one worse. There's no more juggles. You're not you tough. Can't, you water. can't. You just your head what? sticking out. What about anything that happens while you're taking a shit? What do you, you know? What, like if you're if you're any anything that happens, like you, you never feel more helpless. <laughs> while you're in the middle of going on the toilet and somebody walks in or somebody tries to talk to you. When I lived in Illinois and I was taking a shit, I was a kid, I was probably 12 or 13, taking a shit and a mouse came running through the thing <laughs> and all I could do is go, Ooh, and lift my feet off the ground a little bit. I remember my friend Jackie, uh, his kid Jackie on, on Tyler Ave, opposite street of my my grandmother. He's Spanish. He, um, oh, I had to bring it back up. I just, I was focusing on him. I had to him. do it. I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> the, I, 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 I did my first sleepover at his house and I was so excited. And uh, the next morning, I walked in the bathroom with his father was taking a shit. Oh. And he went, get the fuck out of here. Really? Get out of here, you little punk. And I, I was so scared because no one had yelled at me like that. He was so mad that I walked in. I'm taking a, a deuce. And he screamed at me, and I was just, like, crying in the room. And I, ne- I literally never told anybody. I never told my parents. never told anybody. I've told, like, three people. This is, like, the third time I've ever told that. Still, I remember that fear. Oh, I was I telling them when I was uh, – when my parents were married. They've been divorced since I was five, so this is a long time ago. Yeah. When my parents were married, our landlords upstairs were the Heinzes. They were German. And Darren Heinz was their son. who was significantly older than me. So if I was five, he had to be, like, like nine, ten maybe. And I went upstairs to play with Darren, and his mother said, oh, he's he's in the bathroom. And I went, oh, and she goes, you can go in there. And I'm like, I don't want to go in there. And she's like, you can go in. And I walked in there, and he had diarrhea, and he was sick, and he had diarrhea. And he filled up the toilet with, like, orange shit. And I still, at, at 40 years later, can remember the smell. Like, yeah. like if I smell it now in a bathroom, I go, oh, that's a Darren Hines shit. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. So you weren't so many shit around other kids? Like, shit. Was, when you shit, was the door closed? When I did? Yeah, yeah always. My buddy came in and Croy, they were the first ones that ever were shitting in front of people because they were brothers. Right. And we walked in. I walked into their house in ninth grade and came in and was like, hey, come talk to me. I got to take a shit. And I was like, no. Huh. no. And he sat down and took a shit and I was just sat there and talked to him and I was like, and then all of a sudden I got put into that, that fraternity of shitting in front of people. No. I, there's certain things that should be private. You know, in Iraq, they, they don't have stalls. They just have toilet bowls next to each other. So you like, I remember when we went over there. And I went to take a shit in the, the the latrine, and it was just all the like. So you're sitting there taking a crap, and then another little young marine will come in, and like just crap looking right at each other. I, I can do that. Like I, I don't have a fear of that. I just think if it's unnecessary, there's no reason to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like for some reason, I don't understand how my daughter wants to come in the bathroom every time I'm taking a shit. 
And I'm like, this could not be good for you. No, it can't. Like, and I'm like, go, oh, I'll be right out. I want to stay. And she gets her iPad and sits on the floor. I'm like, I, this is horrible for me, yeah. and it's mine. She'll remember forever. Yeah, but I didn't force her to go in there. She came in That might be will. a thing later in life. She needs to smell my shit in order no, to... No, like, oh. she might have, you know, honey, come in here and take a poo. Yeah. I'm going to be on my iPad. Isla wants you to sit with her while she shits. Mm. Oh, she, she wants... Has, my daughter yeah. wants you to do Isla's yeah. like, spiders are going to get me. Can you sit with me? Well, isn't that weird? They have yeah. the weird, worst fear. I'm like, this is our house. What do you think is going to happen to you in this bathroom? I was afraid snakes were going to come up from the toilet. toilet. Yeah. Always. Always. Do you know that's why we're afraid of snakes? Is we're afraid that, or that they're going to go up our butts. Really? Because think about it. You're you're 300 times the size of a snake. And if it's not venomous, its bite is nothing more than a pinch. Yeah. But if they are near you, we freak out because they're going to go up your leg and up your butt. That's a word if that's a, or in your mouth. Oh. Right. Oh. But that's a, they have, in your mouth. Can you imagine a snake going in your mouth no. and coiling up? A, Can you imagine uh, waking up and going uh, like that and biting no. down? There's a snake in your mouth. Mm. I, I had a I had a roach one in ta- in Tampa growing up. I had a roach crawling on the ceiling. I was laying in my bed and I couldn't. Oh. This is the last time I slept by myself until I was 11, and I was in first grade and I was watching it going. What is that? And it dropped and landed on my on my chest, <laughs> oh. and I, I fucking went, <gasps> and I fucking slept with my parents oh. ever since. Because the people on the same Florida roaches are the size of hockey pucks. I, I was in my office one time, and I put my hand on my knee, and I felt something. Like you ever you ever see a beetle? A beetle grab your finger, where like clasps legs around yeah. your finger. And I felt something grab, and I thought it was tape. I felt like scotch tape, and I like kind of scratched my finger <laughs> to get it off. And I looked down, and it was a roach crawling around. I was like, ah! And then, why are you afraid of that? They're like the cleanest bugs, but yet it freaks us out. It went from it goes from something when you go, what is that? What like I was at a restaurant in New York, and I thought the table behind us was throwing rice in my hair, and oh. I was like, I was like, hey, and I was like wiping it out, wiping it out. And after the third time, I go, will you fucking stop? And they go, I'm sorry. We're trying to get your attention. There's a roach flying into your hair. Oh. And I went, oh, I walked out of the restaurant. Fucking didn't pay. You want to you wanna hear a good book story? Yeah. And this may be a good way to end things on a high note. Uh, We're ending things? Oh, okay. We may start <laughs> our third hour. Um, I, I was uh, sleeping in my guest room with my son when he was like five. <laughs> I got, we had a sleigh bed, a big king-size sleigh bed. And I went to take a leak, and I came back in, and there was you say a... say sleigh bed or slave bed? <laughs> I don't know who made it, but it was a sleigh shape. <laughs> so I walked back in the bedroom, and above the bed was a giant spider, like the size of my hand spider on the wall. So I, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't go to sleep with it up there. So I grabbed the shoe, and I climbed on the bed, and then I stood on the nightstand, because that should give me just a little bit of height that I needed to get it. And when I went to whack at mid-whack, I realized I didn't grab my shoe. I grabbed Joey's shoe. And I hit it and was about three inches short. But the vibration on the wall made the spider fall back and land at me. And then I fell back, smashed into the foot of the sleigh bed, knocked it, destroyed it into splinters, cut my leg, my arm open. I was bleeding everywhere. My son sat up. I go, it's okay. I'm okay, son. Blood all over my arm. Bed completely destroyed. Completely I remember that. Destroyed. I remember you oh, that. It was awful. Wait, wait, wait. I got, a, I got nope. the ultimate bug story. Isla has a severe fear of bees. A severe, like it's ruined camping trips with the Girl Scouts. Like... <laughs> my wife's like, can you bounce back from that? She's like, nope. What I is she afraid have, of? I need you to have dad come get me. I need to go home. She's afraid of bees so bad. Why? I have no fucking idea. She is terrified of bees, terrified of bees. So 
We do a lot of work with her to get her not so afraid of bees. And so now she's got to the point where she can play in the outfield. She couldn't play in the outfield before because she would be staring at the ground looking for bees the entire the ground. She's just staring at the ground. And they'd hit up all the outfield. She's like, ah, it's through the bees. So, do you walk by and go, so, so we go for a hike one day and, and Fryman Canyon is me, George, and I love. Laughing at his torturing and, his daughter, and, and the woman in front of us by like twelve yards starts dancing, like and George and I are like, "What the fuck is that?" We're with Isla, and as we get to where she is, there are two thousand bees, oh. <laughs> and Isla melts fucking down. She is literally like. <laughs> <laughs> George and I are laughing so hard because we're like, this is her worst nightmare. She's been afraid of one bee. There's 12,000 bees. And she starts sprinting down the mountain, running and yelling, bees. Now everyone's running with her. Uh, George and I laughed so hard. We were like, that's her worst night. George kept going, that's her worst nightmare. Her worst nightmare. Uh, the best was we went to lunch and we go, hey, Isla, tell mom about the hike. And she's like, you have no idea. How did it start? Why did she? I have no idea. She stepped on a bee once. Oh, okay. And then she got afraid of grass because she was like, there are bees all in the grass. Do you know, I got, I was, uh, in like eighth grade, and I was playing outfield baseball, and I went to slide to catch a ball, and I slid in the hand, and a bee stung me in the web of my fingers yeah. in the grass, yeah. like your daughter said. That was eighth grade. I have not been stung by a bee since about three years ago, and they got stung twice in one day by two different bees. For real? Yeah. I was like, I, I went 40 years without fucking getting stung, and then two times in one day, it's like we found them. I was telling my dad I was flying home from Tampa, and I was we were packing the car. I was going to the airport, and I was telling my dad. My dad's like, yeah, we got this. is an old house. He goes, yeah, we got some some bees and some wasps that are in these things. I said, God, I was fucking terrified of those. He goes, it's so fucking irrational. They don't sting you. And as he says, that one stings me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and my face swells up. And the whole ride to the airport, my dad's laughing, going, you're going to get on a plane like that? You're going to get on a plane like that? <laughs> I was telling Galvin the other day, I want to I wanna, uh, I wanna get one of those little honeycombs and be like a little beekeeper. Ooh. They sell like little kits. They can do it at the house. We need bees. That's the problem. That's the thing. And they said That's something you could that. get into, Bobby. What bees? Yeah, like I could see you having like uh, having like doing that in the backyard with Max. I can't. I don't, I don't really like bees. I don't like the hive. I don't like any of that shit. Yeah, but you're into hobbies. Yeah, but I don't like I don't like bees. If I could I'm set it up and let it go run itself, I would do that. Yeah, I, like I don't want to go out and see a dead. All these dead bees because I was lazy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I just killed a colony. I don't want to ever kill a colony of anything. My wife. My wife sucks too. She she's killed my grass probably four times. She's she she's murdered fucking tomatoes. Yeah. You know, this year was the first year that she was good with the garden. I mean, I literally set it up to where it automatically waters. It just goes and waters it for a certain amount of time. She has to just go. Literally put the seeds in and pick mm-hmm. the fucking food. That's how we garden. So we have this great garden, and people come over and like, oh, my God, you garden? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> you really, you know. <laughs> but this year we got some food. and uh, But, yeah, I can't take care. You know what I had? I had a praying mantis for a summer. 
as a pet for Max, and that was fucking to see like that. We'd have to feed it moths and shit, and to see like I, I fed it a spider once, and just to see two things just fucking fight it out like gladiators, like, like those bug things. UFC. Those things are still. There's bugfights.com. Dude. They have videos of all yeah. different kinds They're of bug, fucking, bugs fighting each other. Dude, a praying mantis is no joke. A praying mantis is a motherfucker. That's like an assassin. Yeah. It just sits there and watches this bug go around and around and then just whack and eats it in under a minute. It just, it has, it's, it's, his mouth opens up and it pinches and then pulls and just chows the fucking bug within it. And there's just wings left. Mm. Um, yeah, I could do something like that, but then I let it go. I let the shit go. But you gave it back. I gave it back to the yeah. world. Yeah. Leanne grows butterflies. She loves that. She, we have a butterfly bush. No, but in the you, front. But that, do you take it to the next level? Like she gets, she has the butterfly bush. Milk's milkweed, right? Yeah, it's a big purple bush. Yeah. Yeah, she has milkweed, and then she puts. Or wait, do you have the one that just draws butterflies? I have a butterfly tree that butterflies like caterpillars it, go to. Just a ton, no, just a ton of butterflies around it every so day. So she grows, has milkweed, and then she lets caterpillars eat the milkweed. Then she catches the caterpillars, puts them in a butterfly enclosure, because what will happen is uh, birds will eat the caterpillars. Yeah. And so she puts them in an enclosure, and then she grows butterflies, and then lets them go, and she's obsessed with it. Yeah. Obsessed. Like, she takes it on vacation with her, she'll take her butterfly. My, my wife tried, we, she got a fish at a carnival a year and a half, a year and a half ago. And she's tried to kill it for a year and a half. Like literally just, Those ne- don't die. just neglected it. Yeah. It it went from orange to white. Aww. And it finally died last week. It was, the guy told her, she's like, I don't want, I don't fucking want this. And the guy's like, it will die in a week. Don't worry about it. <laughs> a year and a half later. And my wife, we left on vacation for six days. And she, she literally in the car, like at two hours in the road, she said, fuck, I forgot to, f- I, I forgot to feed the fish. Uh. And we just came back. It was still kicking. This, this thing was living out of spite <laughs> to fucking teach her a lesson. But yeah, we can't. I, uh, I killed a whole fish tank worth of fish one time. <laughs> Because I could not get my fish tank to be clear no matter what I did. And then I watched this special about after a hurricane, if you put a drop of bleach in the water, there's percentage to the how much water is in there, it'll purify the water. I was like, maybe I should do that. So I got the giant tank, and I put I got a dropper, and I put three drops of bleach in there, and I was like, I think it's working. And then the fish got bloodshot eyes, and they started swimming sideways. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. And I was running their faces underwater trying to wash it out. It didn't work. I felt I, terrible. I they killed them. I think fish as a pet stink. Oh, terrible. Well, if, terrible. You don't, if you don't have to take care, if you have, like, a company that comes over and cleans a tank and all that stuff, then you're okay. Yeah, I guess so. But I think they just – people have these big fish tags. I love that. It's like you can always tell when their careers are going south. When you come over in the fish tank, there's like algae in it. It's not as clear as it used to be. <laughs> oh, there's just one fish left. <laughs> I think when my kids go to college, I'm gonna get fish. Fish are fuckers. So they can be my friends. And I can take care you, of them. You know, what you can get that they have in like this Asian massage parlor in New York City that I used to go to. Jellyfish. The fake jellyfish. The fake ones. Oh, what do they do? They just do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're not real. Yeah, yeah they, they have look. Fake they fish. look. They the look real as shit. Nightclub that I worked in, we had a yeah. big aquarium and we had fake fish in there. They just would go yeah. there, magnetic, and they could constantly went. And they look totally real. It looks beautiful. Oh. Same rela- relaxing feel that you get from fish or jellyfish, but they you just they're just in they don't there. Poop in the water. And yeah, no shit, no bullshit. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right, give me that for Christmas. You want? I, would, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind having like an ecosystem in my backyard, like a uh, couple snakes, some parrots. 
a fucking. <laughs> that's what I think. If I get a butterfly bush and a bee thing, yeah, and I have a tortoise, yeah, and a gator and a bunch of deer, yeah, I'm like fucking Noah. I could do this. I was I wanted to do that with our backyard so bad. I wanted to get a snake. So we have a rat problem. I want to get a snake and let it go in our backyard. And my wife's like, "That's a horrible idea." Yeah. Well, if you get a black a black snake, well, get a black snake and yeah. just let it go in the backyard. But build it something where it what's a black snake? Area. Just like a black like a garter snake, a black racer or something. Just but keep a warm area in your yard so it stays there and it comes back to the spot. You know what I mean? So it doesn't go to your neighbor's yard. Yeah. yeah. I, <sighs> was, I don't know about was, putting a snake. There's an albino an albino cobra. Loose in our neighborhood. Jesus Christ. And I get it. I see that it's loose. We get like an alert. Oh, I thought you saw it. Mm. No, no, no. There was an alert. Albino uh, cobra. If, if you have a magic eyelash and you find the albino cobra, you have luck for fucking life. He's going to win an Oscar. An albino yeah. cobra? <laughs> albino cobra. Python. Nope. Just an albino cobra. Albino cobra. Okay. Loose in our neighborhood. Cobra? And I... And I fucking see it, and I go, oh, shit, I should let the girls know. So I do a group text to Leanne, Georgia, and Isla. I hit send, and I get a reply back from Georgia. Real smart, big guy. And then I and then Leanne calls, why would you send that to Isla? <laughs> and Isla's like, there's a cobra in our neighborhood. <laughs> that poor kid is tortured. Oh, she is not. There was, there. <laughs> we had a infestation of black widow spiders. Jesus. So one day we, we have these Adirondack chairs in the front, and one day we're getting ready to go out, and a black widow spider is in our shutters by our front door. Leanne sees it. I sees it. I see it. And Leanne <laughs> says to me, hey, just give you a heads up. We got a couple. We get in the car. She goes, just give you a heads up. Did you see what I saw? And I said, I did. And Isla goes, what did you see? And uh, and she goes, it's nothing. We got nothing. But I will tell you, we definitely have a BW problem. And Leanne, and Isla goes, Black Widows. We got Black Widows. Oh. So that night we put the girls to bed. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. We flip our Adirondacks chairs under, upside down. And they are, have nested. Oh. Maybe a hundred have nested oh. under our Adirondacks chairs. And now I start spiraling out. And then we go and they say, there's, they don't, don't go higher than like three feet. So look around anything at three feet. So we start flipping all our chairs. They are fucking everywhere. They're everywhere. And then I go, we have this, you ever, there's a, there's a house you can buy the hangs from trees. It's called, uh, Treehouse. It says Sea Rock City. <laughs> Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Sea Rock City. They're very popular. If you ever drive through Rock City, they sell you this like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a tree house, not a tree house, but a birdhouse, but it says Sea Rock City on it. So I go over to that and that has, it is filled with nests, and it's almost like a horror movie. There are so many that I start spiraling out, and at one point I say to Leanne, uh, I have two parts in my life, the life before Black Widow Spiders and the life after Black Widow Spiders. I couldn't sleep for fucking ever. Don't you have and then Leanne got bit by a Black Widow Spider. Oh. What happened? Nothing. She's a fucking redneck. She just it hurt for a little bit. Spiders are the worst. I, 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 I can take snakes. I can take... I have coyotes. I have... Even rats. I could do rats if I saw... But fucking spiders are the worst. I don't give worst. a shit about spiders. Oh, they're the worst. I, we went... This year, we rented our uh, lake house. And um, usually, I go to my uncle's. He has like a big compound. And we use his shit. I just use his shit. His boat. And for, for 30 years, we've been doing that. But this year, I was like, let me get my own house. And we had our own dock. And I, I got this big boat. And we get in the boat. And... uh I guess these spiders, they're they're called uh, wolf spiders, yeah. mm -hmm. dock oh, spiders, right? They're, they're not bad, they're but they're, they're big. Yeah, because yeah, I because I grew up on lakes my whole life. We never, 
really dragged people and hurt them and the thing. So <laughs> contrary to what you think. You I did not grow up on lakes your whole yeah, life. Lake Squam, Lake Winnipesaukee my whole life. No, you had a lake in your backyard? My uncle, ha- my uncles have had a uh, lake house in New Hampshire for my home, pretty much my whole life, yeah. Okay. Um, but no, but they did the same thing to me. Um, <laughs> that's why when you did it, it was like, you know, bringing back childhood memories. Um, but yeah, we were, we were coming back from the, what it was just on the lake coming back and I looked and there was one this big on the on right where the ladder was and I know my wife hates spiders I know Max doesn't like spiders so I looked there's a spider I was as calm as I could look there's a spider uh, I'm gonna take care of it okay and they're like what I, go, I got it no problem and I I whacked the dock the spider took off oh fuck a bigger one jumped out <laughs> from the crack in the dock like I pissed it off oh. literally jumped out and did this and looked, ran, and jumped towards my wife on the boat, mm. literally off the dock, and jumped, and but didn't make the boat, and we didn't know where it was. No, oh, that's the worst. Uh. So, and the boat like kind of went around. So I'm like, I'm, and then Max is screaming. My wife is like, what the? F-? The neighbors, we don't even know them. They're like, is everything okay? I'm like, we're fine. <laughs> and I'm like, where's the spider? I'm trying to, I'm just trying to be cool. I'm like, where's the spider? She goes, I don't know where the spider is. I'm like, look over the side. So she looks over the side. She goes, it's right there. <laughs> it's on the boat, coming up the boat. Like Max Katie from... Uh, Dude, it was, yes. <laughs> it was fucking... <laughs> what a great fucking analogy. So I had, I literally just rode the boat into the shore. I go, get off. And they ran off, and then I had to jump in the water. Fucking look! You had a water fight a, a spider. I had a, I, <laughs> to jump. I jumped water. in the water and I just went around and uh, and wiped it off. Hilarious. But it was this big. It was this fucking big. Yeah, that's about the one that knocked me and uh, well, made me destroy a bed. Fuck spiders, man. No. Spiders are the worst. Our cat lets rat, rats in our house. It catches rats and then brings them to the house oh, and lets them oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> so. It brings it usually if you if it's a big one it lets it go and we got to catch it and throw it out. Oh, if it's geez. a little one it eats its brains under the table. <laughs> I was I was I was eating dinner and I was playing with uh with uh Priscilla's foot with my toe and she's playing back with it oh. and all of a sudden someone goes there's a spot there's a rat under the table and I've been playing with a rat that Gus had chewed its brains. <laughs> out. Oh. Oh. So so one night Gus brings a big rat in and. Gimps its arm and lets it go, and we lose it. We fucking chase it. It was on my Instagram stories. We chase it. We lose it behind one of the couches in some boxes. We take all the boxes outside and leave them outside. And Leanne goes through the boxes. He goes, I can't find it in the fucking boxes. And so I'm like, it's in the house. So this is how our family works. Me, George, and Isla each go to our rooms, shut our doors, and put towels under the fucking thing, and leave Leanne in the living room to find it. Leanne was up until two in the morning and found it. Jesus. We'd move out. <laughs> I don't fuck around with that, man. Stuff inside the house. I was, I had to do an acting, you know, when you do the acting classes, you always get these partners. I got this chick, and she lived in Brooklyn in some shit all. And I had to go to her apartment, and I, as soon as I walked in, I'm like, there's a dead animal. I just know that's dead animal yeah. smell. She goes, what? I go, there's a dead animal somewhere in your Ooh. house. She goes, well, there was a mouse here last night in the bedroom, and the, the superintendent put trap, uh, Puts poison around, so maybe with that. So we're rehearsing the scene, and then I'm like, I can't. I gotta find it because it's here. So we looked in the room. I smelt it near the fridge, and I go, uh, I'm just gonna take the fridge. So I pulled the fridge back, and you know the the wire behind a fridge. Yeah, the metal. Behind, stuck between that and the fridge. 
without the tail was a rat this big. Oh. Literally that big without the tail. Dead? Dead. I go, you might want to, you might want to. Get rid of this remoter. I go, you might want to just go in the other room for a second. I go, get me a dustpan. It hung over the dustpan. Oh. I, I go. You, t- you touched it? It was in, that was in her bedroom last night. Running, she thought it was a mouse. Oh. That was in her bedroom the night before, running around That's her fucking bed. fucking my head up. That's fucking my head up. Did you I, touch it? I fucking, I took it out of the thing with, with the what? broom, with the broom and the the broom, the dustpan. You can't touch that. I animals. put it in the trash. It lit a funk. It just hit <laughs> the bottom of the trash. It was the biggest rat and had all those little rat roids on the back of its asshole. Uh, those little tumors. Ugh. My cat died in my house, and the next morning it was it was all stiff in my office. And I couldn't touch it to pick it up. I had to like wrap it. I had to get a towel and kind of shove it into the cat box. Yeah. And then it was too stiff to close the door, so I had to kind of like close the door on its face and then carry it outside. Oh, I do dead stiff animals gross me out. I had to bury Kelby when she she brought Kelby out of the room. Kelby. When he did my dog, when he died. Jesus Christ. My niece. <laughs> yeah, she was twenty. I, <laughs> so yeah, can I, that can was I tell terrible. you about the cat? So yeah. my wife would not let me just throw the cat in the dumpster. Yeah. We had to bury it. Except we lived in an apartment, so we didn't have any place to bury it. So we went to her mother's. Her mother had a condo, like a townhouse with a courtyard, but it was mostly patio pavers. And I'm like, well, where are we going to bury it out here? And she was in the little flower beds. I was like, all right. So now I'm digging. And my wife, who was like 21 at the time, she's like, we can't just put in the dirt. So now we have a Tupperware with a loosely fitting top. And she goes, please bury it like this. I'm like, okay. So I start digging, 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 and I hit concrete like a foot in. Uh-huh. So I'm like, why? Well, it's full concrete. So I place the Tupperware with the loosely fitting lid in there and then cover it with a thin layer of dirt. And I go, yeah. it's in there. It's deep in there. Nobody saw it. They just saw the dirt on there. <laughs> yeah. They sold the condo two weeks later. <laughs> so imagine the next person's like, what is what is this well, over here? Why are these flowers growing oh, so well? And they take the top off yeah. the Tupperware. Oh. And it's just dead just cat carcass a foot under the ground. Dude, I did the same thing. When my dog died, I thought for some reason putting him in a Tupperware thing was like a coffin. Yeah. And I put him in the back, but then I'm like... He's never going to, he's going to, it's going to be dog soup. In right. Like, I, it's just going to be dog soup forever in this thing. And I, I, my my wife was pissed too. She's like, you didn't, she, cause she wanted to wrap him in a blanket and a poem and all this stuff. My mother's dog I, died. I, I actually went out the next night and it was hard. I went out the next night. I dug him up and I didn't really know where I put him. So the first <laughs> shovel hunt. thing, I was like, cause I don't want to just funk and just have two oh, pieces of Kelby. Oh. <laughs> so I, I dug him up. I took him out. I put him just in dirt. Oh, Jesus. So because he, because that, that way they, they, They'll he'll go back into the dirt. It'll be dirt is just bones and leaves and shit. My mother's dog died at midnight. She called me crying. I thought my grandmother died. I go what? This is dead. I go grandma died. No, this is dead. I'm like, what? Dexter died. I'm like, oh, it's one o'clock in the morning. I do morning radio. I drive to her house, and she's there clutching the dead dog. And I sit with her for a minute. Already starting to stink a little. And I go, all right, well, let's deal with this tomorrow. And she goes, what do we do tonight? I go. Put it in a garbage bag. We'll put it out in the back until tomorrow. Oh no! Oh no! What? Yeah. It's, I had to call a cremation place, and they had to come over at two o'clock in the morning and pick up the dog and take it out of there. And most likely, they put it in a, in a garbage bag when they left. Yeah, that's ridiculous. People, just, when your pets die, they're dead. Yeah, when you die, you, you just bury them. In them. You just find a plot of land and stick them in it, and they're gone. Hundred fifty dollars to cremate it. 
I got, got Divas cremated. I have Divas still on my, my bureau. Yeah. But then you don't know what to do with her. What are your pet names? Priscilla, Mona, and Gus Gus. And then Charlotte, Henrietta, and... What's this girl name? Another for, one. The, the, the chick, I forget the third chicken's name. You have a chicken? We have three chickens. Why do you have chickens? Same reason I said you should get <laughs> bees. Leanne wanted something more. She wanted I always it. tell him I want chickens, and he makes fun of me. It's they're fun. They're, they're, they, it's is amazing. It it's what? Is it tedious? Like you got to do a lot of work. No, I don't do anything. I've never done anything for they them. They have mites. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never. I've never. I don't know the third one's name. You know, <laughs> a lot of guys who fly fish, they they like the chickens because they make the the flies no. out of chicken. Yeah, they use chicken feathers. Mm. Chicken feathers. There was something up with chickens a while ago. The chicken feathers were really expensive. I have the best pet in the whole world. All you do is throw some shitty vegetables at him, and he's so happy. Yeah. Did, but you don't have to do anything. No. You have to clean that area. No. He he. All he eats is grass. And when he shits, it's just grass. The minute it rains, which it rains every day in Florida, it goes right back into the dirt. I miss that. Yeah. I miss the rain. Every once in a while, I drop some new hay out of there and clean his little house out with a rake. It takes me five minutes. And then it's done, and he's so happy. The one thing is, I, I spent all this money putting hibiscus flowers in there because I supposedly love to eat the flowers. That fucker ate every plant in there. I mean, he destroyed it. It, lo- it looks like a, a post-apocalyptic turtle area. But you have a you have a, like an alligator in your backyard. You're not worried about that dude coming. Everyone up. Oh, my, has an alligator my in their backyard. My tortoise is yep. seventy pounds. It's a seventy pound armored tank. You don't the, think it just come? I mean, alligator no, 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 no. a seventy pound rock. It. It would, Turtles it. will eat a fucking. It, it absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. it would not be able to eat. The, I mean, when I, the, 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 I have pictures of the alligator in my yard with turtles in its mouth. This is a 70-pound African sulcata tortoise. It is not getting this thing. If it does, then we need to call Ice Cube or whoever went in the water after that giant alligator. Jay Lovey. Jay Lovey. That, that was yeah. Anacondas. Yeah, yeah, same shit. So, did you watch that last night, too? No, it was not. It's been on every day. No, I did not. I've watched it four it's times. It's so funny. I actually watched it the other night where yeah. the guy gets wrapped up and then falls backwards into falls the Anaconda. Back, yeah, room. I watched it. Yeah. That and uh, The Equalizer with Denzel. Mm. Which is a great one when he fucking goes sixteen seconds, yeah. and then he goes tuk bow bow full set. Don't you wish everything worked out that way? Oh, we well, could time it and murder yeah. people. That's, yeah, you want to talk about being goal oriented? That guy knows what's up. All right, well this is a this has been a wonderful experience for us. I don't know how it was for you guys. It was great, dude. I, look, I, I think I think anyone listening might think Bobby and I are arguing, but I've known Bobby for twenty years. Well, you weren't arguing, yeah, but, but it was no hate behind. it. There's no hate behind it. It's it's no. two friends That's critiquing friends each do. other. Yeah, I, fucking, not, I yeah. love you, buddy. Yeah. I, love you. I, I fucking love. I I love you. So can I ask you a question? You're one of the ten people comics in my life. If I've known a, you from day one. If there was a house City. fire and you could save me or Bert, and it didn't matter about who, absolutely, I would save you first. <laughs> I would let Bert burn, and as he's burning, I go, "Sorry, I wasn't paying attention." <laughs> <laughs> it's because Bert loves the blaze. He loves <laughs> the blaze. <laughs> Bert, who would you save, me or Bobby? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not having to drag one of us out. I was about out. to say. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like I get could, that option too, right? If you could wrap us I'd up in your you magical... i you up and i lift Bobby up. i go, wait, let's see. Yeah. If you could wrap us up in your magical eyelashes and just yank us out of the house, who would it be? That's funny. You have to put... Uh, I mean, his fire is blazing. It's bad. The Detroit guys I think I'd probably get more press from say... It's all about the Insta story. It's about me coming out going, hey guys, it's Burt Kreischer. My tour starts October 10th as pre-sales. I just saved Bobby Kelly's life. Bobby, you guys know Bobby from... You know what, dude? Oh, I, I I'd be like, Tampa's that. probably already sold out at the Tampa Theater February 15th. <laughs> yeah, I really oh, don't I'd need have that. that. Show 
<laughs> you'd be dead. dead. You'd be dead. dead. Be dead. I'd, I'd book a rival show across the street. You would be dead. And Galvin, be dead. Galvin would cancel I'd, it. I'd put it in, in memoriam to Cowhead. That's not going to do me any good. We donate. Am I the only one that calls you Cowhead still? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all right, though. Will you donate taking money to my family? To my kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how, how if he died? Don't, ha- don't do it. Don't Can do I say it. this now? <laughs> if I die now, if I die tonight in my sleep, don't have... Don't have charity things for me. Don't do. What are we like, supposed to do with your family? Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Just don't nothing. They'll be fine. Are they taken care of? We got yeah, We got a lot of insurance. <laughs> Pete will marry. Yeah. Amanda, that's fine. And then everything. You won't even have to move the clothes out. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So we don't do anything? No. I mean, you can. You just have to change the condom size. <laughs> Lower. Smaller. Ooh, well, whatever. It's true. Uh, I've seen this. You, you you have a bigger pee than Pete. Absolutely. There's no way. Why would you say it like that? Yeah, that's an odd. Did I say it with a weird tone? Yeah, like you knew something. Pete was one eighty-five. I'm just saying. I think Pete has a bigger pecker than you. Pete will tell you that that's not true. Really? Yeah. All right. And we've no, we've lived together for six years. So you guys both have regular sized penises. No, his is particularly small. He has a small penis. Yes. He'll tell you that. Wow. (laughs) Oh, he he knows. Really? I know he knows, but now everybody else knows. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite sure he knows. (laughs) In comparison to me. Yeah. Yeah. Between the two of us, if we were to show them both. I'm going to ask you a question. You have to say, hey, like, by the way, by the way, anyone listening, Pete is the guy who owns the company where I shot the video with that Porsche that everyone loves. Right. So, anybody who saw the video went, oh, yeah, I understand. And I was the camera guy on that. And Bobby was the camera guy. You both got tagged. My camera guy was, that was was great work. Zen Zen underscore motorsports underscore USA if you want it. And it was uh, hashtag hashtag not you production filming. If you need any filming done on iPhones, I'm your guy. Hashtag not you production. Um, As an executive producer of all that, I brought it all together (laughs) in the world. Nobody tagged me in anything. The Mike Halter Show. Thank you. Uh, can I say something to you? Sure. Here's your question. Okay. If we're all three of us are in a uh, fire, he's having burning, Galvin. He needs a fucking who would show you on Monday. Why do you think I need Galvin to have a show? <laughs> show before Galvin, you know. Who would you, all right, who would you pick What's out of me and Burton? Number one. For what? <laughs> if we're, same scenario, and weight is not an issue. I'm strong. I'm not worried about that. Um, way to go, nine year old talking to his mom. <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> I'm gonna lift heavy things. Put those shoes on. I'll see how fast I run them. <laughs> yeah, what was the question? You know what it was. So, who would I save you? But I'm trying to think of it's what. It's me. I know it is. I'm trying to think of what the credentials would be like. Well, who do I know longer? Your oldest friend. I'm one of your oldest friends. I do know you longer. Yeah, you know me much longer. Yeah, but Bobby our friendship's a more l- often. Our friendship's a little deeper. Bobby calls me and and yeah. Am I now lot. out of this? Or is it just? Oh, you're, you're dead. dead. You're dead. He, I, I sense from his you're thing dead. that he's just killed. It turned you into know. a two way thing. Have fun with your when, night he, show. when he said when he said I don't need him. Shit <laughs> show. Spanish you and Carmen. <laughs> By the way, I said night show, but that works too. <laughs> I don't know whoever I saved his new coat. Part of the deal. <laughs> well, yeah, and Bobby's uh, not moving to Tampa. You both have kids. <laughs> Which, well, you're picking it on who's. How are you? What? Are you, walk you? Th- walk us through your deciding. Oh, yes. Did you just hear him? I will tell you. I love you equally. So now, what? What can I start taking away from the list to see who would be easier to save? Okay. I both consider you like on a brother type level. Okay. Like if you okay. needed money, I would lend both of you money. If Great. you needed me to bury a body, I would help you bury the body. Okay. So now I have to figure out who would benefit more from being alive. Mm-hmm. Or who's been a better friend to you. But they've both been really good friends. They do. They're different They're a different type of friends. Who have you known longer? Bert. Oh. 
Bobby and I are very close. I mean, yeah. Bert and I are very close, but this is this is really a hard decision. I never thought I'd be in this position. Well, if you asked me between my two kids, I would tell you like that. Right. But the two of you, it makes it difficult. Right. Um, who do you think I'm going to pay? Me. Why? Campaign for this. Um, uh, I think without me... Oh. I think oh. without me... You better rethink that. I think without me, you don't have any friends. I think without me... I think... I honestly think that our friendship yeah. is... Is a, is an attributing factor to both our careers? I don't, I don't think that. I think that entirely. I think I learned how to do radio by coming on your show as much as I could come. You would let me on every time I came down, and I would do a full week of radio, and I got to learn how to do radio doing that show. And I think, in a, in a weird way, I think you learned how to become friends with comics, and I think you expanded your friend of comedy, your friends in comedy, based on me meeting me. I will agree with both of those statements. Yeah, I I think that. I However, f- in recent years now, since you learned how to do radio. We don't get to see you as much. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're definitely right about that. I think that our friendship began <laughs> with the radio. Mm-hmm. We we began with uh, a business relationship, but through that, mm-hmm. a friendship has actually outgrown that. If you quit radio tomorrow, if I quit comedy tomorrow, you'd still be one of my top two friends. Like we would be friends. We're going to be friends, right? No matter what. You get yeah, kicked off never, radio you, tomorrow. You've never proven that. You I've kicked, already proven that. When he when got you, kicked off radio, I was still his friend. I was the same thing. No, you, you don't know him kicked off radio. And yeah, he did. He got kicked off radio back when we first met, and it's we true. still talk. Oh, for real? It's true. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. well, Our well. friendship actually got stronger at that point. Our friendship did, and then, I mean, now it's just off the charts. I mean, and I've now. called you for advice. Yeah, yeah. So has Bert, though. And I've called you for what advice? Um, I'm at Tony Romas. What you? <laughs> <laughs> You have not called me for advice, like, pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, he said he did. Oh, oh. Yeah, he oh, was, he was questioning him. his I, advice, I, yeah. yeah. I called you for advice the other day. I know. That's why I was. Yeah. I thought you were saying no. Uh, wow. I got to tell you, this is but I, I, I feel like our friendship still has room to breathe, too. Like, okay. our friendship is still... Let me put it in perspective. still roads. Wow, yeah. our, Bobby our, sounds needy. You're really going to pull him out of the fire? Our friendship is strong, mm-hmm. and it's current, and we talk and see yeah. each other more. Yeah, it's it's not shiny. Our friendship has a longer history base, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's anchored in, even though we don't see or talk to each other as much. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to save, your oh wife or your God. side chick? Uh... Uh, and you I'm help not, me out with this? Yeah, yeah, I'm not like voting for anyone, but I will tell you this: that guy is a lot less judging you than this guy. You guys are going to go and eat and do whatever you want. He's like, well, I gotta go to the gym. I gotta, I have. Oh, whoa! You pick the one trip I don't <laughs> drink and just are <laughs> yep. painting the picture. Yep. I gotta go to the gym. Yep. That's I, how everyone knows me, Bert. I gotta go to the gym, Chrysler. <laughs> I don't feel like Bert's so judging me ever, and I certainly don't feel like Bobby's judging me ever. Mm. Bobby is more fun to eat with. <laughs> This is true. We'll eat more. Well, I don't know. You First eat. been this fucking humming really, it down. I've been putting food down in a fucking... You know what? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the Christian thing and let you rescue Bobby. Because I know that you really want to rescue me, but you can't say that out loud. <laughs> that was a good move. Well, here's the good deal. Move. Yes, Bobby. I don't, I, you know, if that's the fact, I'd rather forfeit my rescue. And I would just say, you can go rescue Bert. Because I know your foundation with him is stronger, and he, he's going to need you more. You can't do my movement. Yeah, he's gonna, no, he already did it. He's gonna, I already did it. 
He's going to need you more. You're, you're literally saying checkmate after he said checkmate. He, it doesn't no, work he that said, way. He said check. No. He said checkmate, and you go, yeah, me too, checkmate. No, no, no that's not how it works. You don't get to break your you're ribbon fired. again. I'm quitting. Yeah. I quit. They I'm don't out. put a ribbon up for the second place. The first place runs through well, it. Here's how Mike works. I think he, that, now that you gave up, Mike really wants you, wants you more now. You actually became more attractive to Mike yeah. by rejecting oh. him. Okay, here's the ultimate question. Oh. What kind of relationship do we have after the after I save you from the fire? The same one we have now? Thank you so much for letting Bobby die. <laughs> hey, I want to tell you a story about when I was in college and we used to walk through the park with him. Hey, can you get me... Can I have one of those cookies? This has been the Mike Calta Show. <laughs> this is the Burt Cast. This is the You Know What Dude podcast. I like this. This is a three-way three swap cast. This if you is, enjoy good, this any is of actually these, a good one. If you enjoy any of these... Uh, Bobby's podcast is YK, y, y, YWKD. Don't, don't pretend not to know. No, no, YWKWKD. No. Don't pretend yeah. not to you know. You've been on no, a bunch dude. of time. You can go to don't, Cowhead don't, on iHeartRadio. Oh, no. No, no, you're bad at you promoting. You you know, I'm Radio. the professional. Oh, no, it's not funny when he does it to you, but he does it to me. You crack no, up. No, I was mocking him. YWKD. It stands for fucking words. Just think about the words. You know. YKWD. Yeah, I was mocking him. All right. Bobby Kelly is, is a great comedian and a great friend. His podcast is YKWD, standing for You Know What, Dude, where he has a mixture of a bunch of up-and-coming and current comics in the New York City-based area. Uh, Bert Kreischer, The Machine, you can check out his special on Netflix called Secret Time, and his world tour, Body Shots, is about to start in Portland, Oregon. Tickets go on sale when? October thirteenth, October tenth is pre-sale, general sales to uh, the everyone starts on on Friday. But get them now because they will all sell out. Including a stop at the uh, Tampa Theater on February 15th. But they'll sell out because they're small venues and uh, it's all one night only. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Galvin, you can find him on Twitter, at Galvin Seriously. We're on the Mike Calda Show, which is heard on 102.5 The Bone in Tampa. And you can get us on Instagram at uh, The Mike Calta, C-A-L-T-A, The Mike Calta Show. Wait, what what if you're not... In Tampa, how do you listen? Anyway, anyway, it's it's 2018. iHeartRadio, right? yeah. TuneIn app. Did the Bone Online. No, no, because it's Andrew said we don't want that company. Oh, really? Andrew said Chowhead. That was oh, such yeah. a oh, yeah, perfect ending. But it doesn't matter. It, it's you can, in 2018. You can listen to our show from anywhere in the world. And if you listen today and you're like, I don't want to listen to those hacky fucks talk about bugs and snakes. Don't worry, that's not usually what our show is about. So you'll enjoy. And we don't play any music. So there you My go. Nose is Did you trash the podcast? No, no, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> don't let today be the basis on what you judge our show on. Even though I had a lot of fun today. This is great. You should base it on this. this and is you can great. watch it. You, you got fucking real shit. Between people who care, you got a little fucking argument. We got over. We talked about snakes. We talked about firefight. We talked about all kinds of shit. That was an epic fucking podcast with four of the most fucking, I mean, talented guys on a mic. In what order? In what order? Rate us from talent from highest. I feel like you're saying checkmate after you already said checkmate. (laughs) (laughs) That was a speech. I was trying to give a speech. I was trying to hide it in a speech. Did you guys notice the boat isn't moving as much? Yeah, Yeah, because we slowed down. We slowed down. Why? Yeah, this in town is highest to lowest. Don't try to skirt around this. I would say one, two, three, four. Right. Who is the top? <laughs> and go to the top and work your way down to one. Bert, you're next. I, as far as what? Okay, so I'll, I'll do it. I'll, 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 as far I'll, as what, though? Just before you tell me, I want to know what. As far as radio? No, just overall. Overall, who's going to be most successful in life? I would say I'll be last. Why? Just don't be because. a dick. Don't, don't be don't be a bitch. Well, about I mean, 
Just be honest. I would say I would say it's that not just financial. I would either. say I would say that Bert. I was, I would say Bert is the, probably be the most famous, successful. Then you, and then Galvin, and then me. Really? Yeah. You think, no offense to Galvin, but you think that your success will be less than Galvin's? I think Galvin's success right now is... I don't think you believe that in your hang heart. Hang on, constant. I, but I, I think, think you're nationally known, though. That's the big difference. I'm nationally known, and I have the ability to fucking pop up and pop out at any given time. You never know. But this could be it for me, guys, this podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This cruise could be the last hoorah. Mm. I could be a beekeeper next summer. Bert? I okay. I'm gonna put a caveat in mine. Okay, I'm gonna use it as uh, successful and fully faceted. I think Bobby is much more successful than me. I think he's just been done so many more different things than I have that I w- I looked at that and I go, I wouldn't mind writing and selling my own FX show. I wouldn't mind starring in an FX series, starring on Louis. Doing the radio you've done, and I think I, I think your best special hasn't is yet to come. I think the stuff you're working on right now, and we said this at breakfast this morning, is the best stuff you've ever done in your entire life. I don't know if you see it, but I think the direction you're going in is the funniest shit ever. Is the funniest shit you've ever done. Stop touching your nose. It's bleeding. I know, but stop. It's not bleeding. You think it's bleeding? It's not. I bleeding. think then me, then Cal, and Galvin. Well, that's very nice of you, and that made me feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. Stop touching your nose. It's bleeding. I, it's I'm, I'm making it stop bleeding. I think uh, I'm getting alcoholic nose. <laughs> Jim Blossom. You said it yesterday and all of a sudden it's bleeding at my it. fucking nose. I not, it wasn't you. No, you You're know you had a little scab that you pulled off there. Yeah, you just had a scab. Oh, really? Yeah, there was just a little tiny yeah, scab that you pulled off. You're not getting alcoholic nose. I knew when I said it you were going to take that in. It, and it, it just started fucking bleeding because you brought not, it up. That's not alcoholic nose. No. Oh, yeah, give me Cal's, Cal's catch rag. <laughs> uh, all right, what about you, Galvin? Uh, what are we going on? What exactly? Because everybody keeps changing well, stuff. You can throw a caveat on it. Yeah, throw a caveat. throw a caveat. Can I go funny? Oh, you maybe. can do whatever yeah, you want. Depends who's number one. <laughs> uh, if I'm going funny, yep, and I'm including in this, included yeah, yeah. in this. All right, I'm going uh, Bobby, me, Bert, Mike. Hey, like that. Take that. Yeah, wow, that right. was pretty interesting. Yeah. Sadly, I agree with you. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I agree with you. He said, "Sadly, I agree with you." Well, yeah. Go ahead, Michael. Oh, I'm I'm definitely gonna have way more success than the both of you. Right. You're gonna have liver problems soon enough. <laughs> you're just gonna stroke out one day. What the and where do you fuck? just out of curiosity? What the fuck? Where do you find this time machine where radio still counts? <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how you I love how you I love how you podcasters can uh, keep trying to push this agenda that radio is dying. Yeah. Meanwhile, communication companies are making billions of dollars a year on radio. By the way, who's booked, laughing at you? Who's booked for our show on October 10th? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Who's <laughs> <laughs> doing a call in? Uh, archaic medium on my landline. <laughs> right. Don't you see that? Don't you love that? How they love to try and push that agenda that radio is dead, and every year radio sales increase. No. That's yeah, not true. It's totally Hang on one second. True. For you. Oh, radio no, no, is no, no, no. Bro, radio, radio as a business. Radio, radio as, as a business. You think sales. radio as a business. Dude, AM radio still exists. That should show you enough right there that radio generates so much money that AM radio is still profitable. So what you're telling me, hold on one second. So when I go to places like Richmond where radio no longer exists. Oh, Richmond, which, so what are you saying? Richmond has no Like I go radio? to so many markets where radio just doesn't exist. Right. They don't have radio anymore. Yeah. Okay. And so you're saying it's better now than it was when you'd go to Richmond and there'd be three stations you could do. 
No, I I couldn't I can't speak to a specific market. I'm saying radio as a whole overall is doing better than it not- was. 10, 15 years ago, 10 years ago? Absolutely. For real? Any, like any business you will hope would be better than 15 years ago. Radio has not been heard by the, people still want free radio in their car for the community. Even when they're listening to music in their drive times, they want local live radio. And that's be honest. Proven. If they said to you, they have said, oh, no, no, no. Oh, they've I'm, already said, no, no, no. If they said to people, you can either have radio in your car or seat warmers, what do you think people would pick? Radio. Radio. You're out of your mind. If you could get Do you know how many people don't have computers in their houses right now? I don't. I agree with. Uh, hold, hold on a second. I'm sorry. Wait. Okay. Do you want me to go ahead and yeah, yeah, figure that yeah, out? Yeah, no, I'm, I know. I'm trying to remember. The, I'm trying to figure out what the question is to see if I can put my head around what because it is. Because you're saying how arcade. But hold on. I'm, I'm oh. saying. I'm, I'm. Hold on one second. I'm, I just <laughs> a caveat in this is that uh. I think radio is great for you, Preston, and Steve, Elliot, Todd, and Tyler. There's a lot of places, but then you look at like other places where you go. Where you go, it is just dying in certain markets. But but that's because certain markets didn't change with the times. In our market, so I'm we, I'm speaking of my experience. Right, if you I'm see saying, McDonald's restaurants disappearing on every corner, you start saying but you're not McDonald's seeing radio, must you're be not doing bad. Radio stations disappear. You're seeing them change. You're seeing them go to different types of music. You're seeing them change as time goes on. Our radio station used to be a classic rock station. Who the fuck wants to listen to that? And some of those stations that are in uh, wherever you're going may be automated now, and they don't have a morning show for you to come in and talk but they to. They still have a very successful, a very fiscally uh, positive radio. Station. Or they have some uh, radio guy that's uh, you know plugged in from some other state, whatever. I so I you can't disagree. talk to them. I don't disagree that radios succeeding in certain places what i'm saying is being on the ground in the war i'm going into places where you used to do radio and now they're like oh yeah they all, everyone's gotten fired we all they have is mexican radio and black radio right but the radio itself is still very successful they just realize joe and bob we don't need to pay joe and bob 200 grand a year we're still going to get it by playing mexican radio and then they play it. So it's still very successful. In so our case, big, yeah. the, the talent but I understand rises his, to the top. I understand what Bert's saying, though. If I, I use my cell phone, Sirius Satellite Radio app, and I use a podcast app in my car, I do. I never, ever, ever turn my radio on, ever do I okay, use Okay, but you're radio. also a 48-year-old man. Yeah. And, and, oh, and But well, then the opposite is a 22-year-old kid who doesn't know anything about radio, and all he is is like on his phone on Instagram. Joey Joey just asked for the TV to be – he didn't even want a TV because all he watches is YouTube. That's TV. Yeah, but no, but still, but like Joey's generation, when they get their first car, do you think they're going to be like, hey, what channels uh, – No, radio's going to be gone. Radio will be in your phone or in your car. Radio is already in your phone, but, but the government be- won't allow that chip to, to broadcast through. Radio is already in your phone. And radio is already, all the radio stations, like you said, iHeart and TuneIn and all these broadcast apps that broadcast it. We've already been doing that for years. We've already been, now, I listen to KTU in New York Buddy, in Florida all the time. I, I'm not, dis- no, I, I'm not I, disengaging. I I'm going to still be so fine without Stop. I got to go pee. Don't, can I pee? No, can you hold it? Be oh, a fucking funny. man. Oh, he did that to him. He just asked if he could take a break. <laughs> I got to pee. So well, that was me telling Squeeze your... T- you had prostate problems? Wait. No. Tell me. Wait. Yeah. But c- Now, go back to what you were saying. How many people have a... Well, not abortions, but you were saying... No. I thought 100%. Because no. you think... Yeah. There's no way. Not even close. Right. There's so many people that still don't have computers. Or they have them so, and are not using them the way we use them. And there's so many people that still have flip phones and don't even have... Have a cellular phone. There's you know people, many people that have landlines. This is no bullshit. Do you know how many people still pay for AOL? Yeah, pay for yeah. AOL. Keith Robinson was paying. Up they until made a, a couple years billion ago. dollars on people who are still paying for AOL. Yeah, yeah. That's a twenty percent fact. He told me that. Yeah. Really? 
So the fact thirty that bucks you think, a month. They think that radio is not going to be in cars. I was simply hundreds making, of years before I was, that. I was simply making a an argument of like necessity. No, saying if you said to a millennial, what would you rather have? Uh, fully functioning reclining and heating seats or a radio, they go, oh, give me the seats. I think a millennial would look at that. Like, li- Joey's li- generation. And listen in silence? No, they have their phones. Right, but they're listening to radio on their phones. They'll find their favorite shows and listen on their phones. If you're playing music, you're probably being pushed out by the genre. You like country music, you like uh, dance music, you're being pushed out by the music. But if you're a talk radio host, whether it be on uh, morning show radio or on the political radio, you still have a job and you are still very popular. And New York City's number one show in the morning since Howard left has been sports radio. People like to hear other people talk. So they you're like saying that radio is still uh, viable, it's still popular, it's just what was popular just changed. Just changed. So that's, instead of talk radio... But it's, that's how it's always been. Right. So it, it's it just, just evolving. It just evolves. It, it just evolves. I mean, it just and changes. It, and then it is evolving into into all other mediums. I mean, how many how many how many years ago did we have Bone TV? And now every radio station does that, where they have a video component with their radio show. But let me ask you a question: What what is this we're doing right now? This is a hobby. No, but what is this? What do you mean? This is a podcast. Or is this on the radio? Well, for us, it's a radio. For us, yeah. For us, it's a radio show. Right, okay. But a podcast isn't a hobby. It's a business. For some people, but yeah, for 90% people. of podcasters, right. yeah, it's, it's a, a hobby. It's a, hobby. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, hobby, yeah. and it's a waste of time, and it's guys who... So it's this, will be on your, this will be on your channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be at Side Splitters uh, this weekend. <laughs> That's right. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, if you son of a guns don't uh, fill the place out, well, I don't when you know use what, language like that, I don't know how many people are going to show up. Well, I just don't want them to have to yeah. cut it out. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> there's only been four thousand. Yeah, I'm ones. just trying to right. trying to help speed there, there are too many comedians that come in and do good radio with shows like ours and Preston and Steve and Elliot and those guys you mentioned, yeah. and they're like, "God damn, that's easy. I could do that." And wh- why do we go, let's cut out the middle guy? And then they do their own show, and they're like, Ooh. "Yeah, okay, we can we can function." And we may no, no, have- no, 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 dude. I will say this right now. I do interview stuff, I, the, the live from the shed. I do the podcast. Ha, doing what you do, I don't. I, I am not. I can interview people. I can do it. I have fun doing it. I like doing it. But I, the, the like when when you do an interview or when you talk to somebody, forwarding a show along with more than one person or just an interview you one on one, having that room and pushing it forward and directing and steering it. You, it's a gift. You know who that sucks it's for? It's a gift. You know who that sucks for? That sucks for Opie. Because Opie doesn't get the credit for... No, I always... I, no, no, I always... I'm not saying you're not doing no, it. No, but, but people but see Opie stinks. Opie Opie's, uh, wants yeah. to, always wanted to change the subject, and he always wants to move things along. Yeah. When Anthony and Jim were so funny, blah, blah, blah. Because he'd need a guy after a while to steer it into the next direction. Dude, I'm telling you, sometimes. I've been on my show with... I mean, some of the... I mean, Bert and... You're talking about the funny alpha comics, and to steer... like. Here's what you realize. If I be like, oh, I'm, I've done it before. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Just take over the show. The show stops. Yeah. People stop talking. Do you remember Flash? And- because they yeah. don't They don't fucking know what right. to do. Bert then, tried to do it whenever and, he was in with us. Yeah, and it, it's, it's hard, man. It's really hard to do. Just to keep the show moving. Just steering it. Let people talk. Bring something else up when they're Which done talking. Which is why I put myself at the top of the most successful list of the four of us. I think you are. Yeah, thank you very much. I put you at the top. I mean, Bert's going to like make more money than you, but yeah, you're at the top. It's all about the money. Well, sometimes it is. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's definitely about the money. Clearly, I still believe in radio. I'm here. <laughs> that should be testament enough. Clearly, I would save you from a fire. If, you, if Bobby wasn't in it. <laughs>
<laughs> you know you'd lose me forever if you pick Poppy and the Fire. Is that why? Oh you no, no, I don't think. <laughs> if you I, pick yeah. Bert, you can pick Bert, and you won't lose me. Uh, our friendship will evolve. Is that checkmate? No, that was good. That was good. That was a good one, right? I don't yeah. need to prove yeah. my love to you. you no, know I, I would actually tell you as you were going to grab me, like in Batman when he kicked a donut around, he was like, "No." Go get her. Yeah. I'd be like, no, get Bert. Mm. And, and you'd I be like, say, you'd be like, I and know. Then, and then as you grab me, I go, thank you. <laughs> I, I have a tour. Made the right choice. I have a tour. <laughs> uh, Body shots. World tour starts October 10th. Bobby's Until just 10 do- years later, you found out that he went and get, get Bobby first. And then, and then you go, and, and when I grabbed Bobby, I went, wait, wait, Bobby. You grabbed Bobby. Bobby was in the fire. <laughs> yeah, but Bobby told me to grab you. What? No, wait, wait, wait. Save Bird does have a, a, a alcohol related seizure and he's in the hospital and I go visit him and they're like you should probably say goodbye uh. and I was like Bird I, I tell you I, I love you you've been a great friend for all these years and I could give him a hug he goes who would you have picked <laughs> he still remembers that all this time <laughs> oh thank you are we good I'm yeah, good this is good man good show let's end let's go let's how long go. have we done Two hours and something. Oh, it's more than that. I was going to ask, but I didn't want to get yelled at. I would never. I, I, I. Do you keep yours to a certain time limit? Never. Yeah, yeah. No. Then why did you care what time it was? No, I because I, it was his thing. Oh. So I didn't know what his thing had to be. I got four goddamn hours to fill. Oh, I didn't know that. I just was wondering. I was only going to do an hour, but I'm sure this audience will appreciate three hours more than one. Yeah. Yeah. I was just. I was just. I'd be like, oh, let me just know what time it is. Spanish. What do you? How long do you think it's going to take you to edit all this? I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. You have to edit it on the boat? Oh, boy, you want some help? No, we don't have enough machines to help. There's not enough machines in the world to help oh. Spanish today. No. So we have one I love that. nice me- if we had just not cursed. I love that me and... Hey, have you had sex on this dope. None? I love me and Bert have, like, the most craziest cameras you could ever use, and he's using just a fucking Panasonic flip uh, you, I mean, and it's it crazy. It works great. Mm-hmm. Look at it, and it's plugged into uh, just a, ch- a hard I mean, drive. It's literally he Jimmy rigged a fucking hard drive. It's, you know no, it's that's Jerry, a charger. You know, it's Jerry rigged. You know where that came from? What Jerry rigged? Can I say Jimmy? You said Jimmy rig. Uh, I don't know. What the, I don't know what that is. J- the term is Jerry rig, and it's because in World War Two, two towards the end of the war, yeah. the American soldiers were going in, and the Germans were all their shit was breaking yeah. down, and they called Germans Jerry's, and they had rigged them like with like a coat hanger and a piece of tape, yeah. and that's where the term came from. Jerry, that's not what we used to say. I know. Do you know what Jimmy's are on an ice cream from? Mm-hmm. No. The, the, it's Sprinkles? racially insensitive because they used to call them Jimmys because they look like little. Wait, so when you said Jimmy rig, was that really the N word rig? No, I didn't Wait, know. I thought it was Jimmy. Rig. Jimmys were chocolate sprinkles. Yeah, people yeah. were like, "Oh, they look like little uh, black dudes." Who gets Who's chocolate, chocolate sprinkles? Huh? I do. No, I'm kidding. I love a rainbow. A hundred percent. I love chocolate sprinkles. I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that. A guy named Jimmy invented the Jimmys. Oh, he didn't he invent the sprinkles. Oh, <laughs> sprinkles. Him and Rhombus. What was the guy's Rainbow name? Rainbow oh, sprinkles no. all the Johnny way. Johnny Perpendicular? Way. <laughs> wait, what <was> <laughs> Phil. 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 Rhombus. Wait, no. Phil. No, no, no. Phil the meringue. Phil meringue. Phil meringue. Phil yeah. meringue. <laughs> Inside joke. You guys won't get it. You won't get it. Let's end this. Like shit. most of the podcast. No, this podcast, we never talked about Khabib. Yeah, he he won. Oh, let, let me. Him. Can we do see my impression of uh, oh, of Putin pee. calling? So Putin called him after the fight to congratulate him. Yeah, and he said, "We have the audio of this." Oh yeah, here. Let me. I'll put it up on my phone. Bleep, bleep. Hello. <laughs> I, I I hello, Mr. President Putin. Is this 
Khabib. Uh, Am I doing a Russian accent right yeah, now? Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. Da, da, You're da. the only one that's been to Russia in this room, <laughs> and you're asking. <laughs> kind of famous for it. This is a Putin. What is he, a vampire? Good to talk to you. Hey, did all that gypsy fighting uh, work out <laughs> in does, Chechnya? He does sound like a vampire. <laughs> I sent the Chech. I sent the Irish gypsies to you. <laughs> Adam did Sandler you, vampire. Hey, did you a uh, curb stomp them after the fight like I needed you to? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Puggy. Glad we threw that in. All right. Fuck off. <laughs> all right, I gotta take a piss. Bye. Oh, you fucking. <laughs> Uh, We'll be back tomorrow live, 6 a.m. It's Mike Calder Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.